Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Welcome back to the Bad Movie Cult podcast. My name is Dominic Lawton. I am joined as always by Mr. Ken B. Wild. Greetings, travelers. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We're genre spanning yet again. We're hitting you with some monster movie madness. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Certainly madness. <laughs> we've not done a, like a, a creature feature. That's probably a better word for it. No, no, no. We've we've mentioned many. And uh, I think we did say we should do one of these as well, didn't we? Yeah. Well, we are. Lucky for you, we are. <laughs> it's the 1981 Enzo G. Castellari film, The Last Shark. L'ultimo squalo. Also known as Great White. Oh, little Carolina, I'm feeling so lonely. Port Harbor is a quiet summer resort with its pleasure boat enthusiasts, skin divers, and windsurfers. It may be one of the most peaceful places on Earth. But in the world of blackness, beneath these waves, there are no days, no nights, no seasons, only endless existence and a being whose only thought since the beginning of time is his ravenous desire to feed. Get on shore! Everyone out of the water! Port Harbor has been invaded by the ultimate predator. Coming right at us! A beast against which there is no defense. Nature's perfect The Great White Shark. Great White. The terror begins March 5th. It stars James Franciscus as Peter Benton. Stars Vic Morrow as Ron Hamer. You may know Vic Morrow, of course, Twilight Zone. Uh, Got killed on the set of that. Yep. Father of Jennifer Jason Lee, who appeared in The Hateful Eight, Single White Female, Dolores Claiborne. Um, I, I know him from uh, the Bronx Warriors. Yes. Also, um, Enzo G. Castellari directed both of the yeah. Bronx Warrior films. And in so that, well, welcome it, back, boys. In, he's, he's called Ron Hamer in this one, and he's called The Hammer in that one. Same character. I actually thought he, when he was on the radio in this film, I thought he said Hammer. And I thought, wrong film, that is it's the wrong film, mates. <laughs> uh, this film is a uh, just a rip-off of Jaws, isn't it? This is like... Uh... <laughs> Jaws 1 and 2, in fact. It, it crams both of the good bits of Jaws 1 and 2 and makes a terrible film instead, yeah. <laughs> which is quite remarkable. This was pulled from cinemas. It actually did quite well at the cinema, this. Grossed $18 million in its first month. Uh, and then Universal Pictures uh, sued the producers for plagiarizing Jaws. <laughs> yeah, how do they figure that? <laughs> uh, this is one of the many films of the mid to late seventies, early eighties. Of you know, just because Jaws proved so popular that they think oh, we're just going to have to rush out a load of um, yeah, it's a cash, cash and grab on it. This one, 
Yeah, so you had Jaws, you had the three sequels. You also had Orca from 1977. That's actually good, though. I like Orca. Piranha from 1978. I also like Piranha. You had Tentacles. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen that one. I'm not going to say I like it, but that's uh, quite funny, though. Killer Fish. Ooh. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> Barracuda. Oh, yes. That's a good song. Tintorera. Not a clue what you're on about there. Blood Beach. Now you're talking. Piranha 2, The Spawning. We want fish. <laughs> I've never heard another film say it. Obviously, this film, The Last Shark, you had Up From The Depths, Monster, Humanoids From The Deep, Island of Mutations, Devouring Waves, Mako, The Jaws of Death, and Cruel Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Cruel indeed. Yeah, that just ripped off. That actually used scenes from all the other films, didn't it? Cruel Jaws. <laughs> Not only did it steal the idea, it actually just stole bits of the film. Yeah, and as I say, borrows heavily from um, from Jaws. Vic Morrow's character, Ron, is, is the very Quint-style um, sort of crusty sea dog. He's uh, Scottish, isn't he? I have no fucking idea <laughs> what the hell he's doing. Bits, bits of it, I think, appear to be Scottish. Although why he's out doing, like, hunting sharks, I don't know. No. And then uh, you got James Franciscus, his character, Peter Benton, is is kind of um, the sheriff, but he's actually an author for, who, for some reason, takes a special interest in yeah, sharks. Yeah, I had no idea what his job was. Yeah. I thought he was a shark hunter. He's got lots of memorabilia, hasn't he? When we go around, we see the, we see the, the jaws of a shark and all that stuff in his house. Yeah. But he's it's just some, some guy. Yeah, I think there's a line towards the end where Ron says that he's been hunting sharks his whole life and you've been writing about them. So I'm, I'm wondering if he's sort of based on the author of Jaws. Peter Benchley. Yeah. Got an IMDb rating, 4.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes rating, 33%. Um, the plot, a 35-foot great white shark. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's a big shark. Takes aim at a small summer town. Um, Jaws, basically. If you've seen Jaws, it's that. That's the plot. I think in Jaws, he said it must be 20 foot, and uh, Quint says 25. And that was a big fucking shark. So to have this one is immediately, it's 35 feet. Jesus Christ. And it's not either. You don't get to see the whole shark, do you? No. And when you do, it's stock footage of another shark that's not that big. There's some taglines for you, can hit it. Let Please, me... yes. Yes, go on. We've got two. Okay. A quiet, restful summer in the lazy coastal town of Port Harbour is abruptly about to end. No, it's like a bloody poem. It's <laughs> far too long for it to be a tagline. <laughs> the cool summer breeze. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't like that one. I've got a horse. I've got a shark. <laughs> I've got a boat. I've got a dream. Cold iron. <laughs> i got Vic Morrow. <laughs> and uh, the other tagline... Your what's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> no, dear, no, 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 <laughs> no, dear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that one at all. <laughs> That's like uh, I don't know. It's like, like a question at the end. <laughs> what's for dinner? <laughs> yeah, and they said you're by accident. That's rubbish, that one. Speaking of rubbish, the start of the film is nearly three minutes of watching some guy just windsurfing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To some 80s beat. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, yeah, I didn't really like it. I know, I, I said before we came on here, actually, that uh, there's a lot of times where nothing's happening in this. Mm. Jaws is like uh, over two hours long, yeah? And that's, you don't 
notice how long that film is because it's just enjoyable and there's always something happening. This is like an hour and a half and uh, quite boring in places. Mm. And stuff happens that you're just like, what the bloody hell are you doing now? What's, what? Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> you've got the John Williams score of Jaws. Yeah, you know, he's sensing dread and everything. This is like a bloody synthesizer playing away with a little uh, drum beat in the background every time the shark comes near you. Yeah. Crazy, crazy use of music. Yeah. Uh, we hear on the radio there's the big, uh, the big windsurfing regatta. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fun, doesn't it? Yeah. And we find out that Mike, who's the guy who's out windsurfing right now, he's been surfing up to eight hours a day in yeah. preparation. I know, yeah. Good luck to him. His friends are all on the beach. They're getting their surfboards ready. He's been out already an hour today. This is what we hear from the conversation. Um, a lot of the time when we actually see him dicking around with it, like just like flipping the sail around and everything, he's barely moving. Mm. What's the point of that? What, windsurfing? Well, you see, bit, surely the whole point of windsurfing is that you use the wind. You, you capture it in the sail. It propels you. Mm-hmm. So he's flipping it around and everything. He's like he's still... It's not even going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Boring. You know, fucking regatta of that. <laughs> just watching him just stand still and flip a sail round on himself. It's pointless. <laughs> anyway, good luck to you, Mike. <laughs> on the beach, you've got Billy Joe. He's the son of the governor, William Wells. Yeah, I liked William Wells. I liked him. He's uh, hoping to win another term as governor, and he's not happy. But Billy Joe's not happy at the radio house. He's talking shit about his old man. Uh, you've got Dave, which is the... To be honest, that DJ is overly harsh, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what his uh, vendetta against Wells is, but uh, we never find out either. But he just says, oh, is it a, just a big coincidence that he's up for re-election? And you think, shut up. Shut up and play more 80s beats, <laughs> DJ. We can't windsurf to politics talk. <laughs> to chat. Yeah, you've got Dave, and you've got his uh, girlfriend, Jenny, as well as some guy who I don't know ever gets introduced, the other young lad that's I, part of the I team. I don't know, is, is this another one of with the perm? You get some yeah. incredible perms in this. Yeah. Very, very tight curl hair, I don't know, these lads. He's always with Dave, Jenny, and Billy Joe, but you, he never gets introduced. Yeah, I, I didn't know the name of any of these kids. I didn't, I didn't know the name of Pete until like the end. That's <laughs> 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 how much attention I was paying to it. <laughs> I just kept writing the, the dad. <laughs> yeah, I just kept writing the wife for the mom. We get back to shots of underwater and windsurfing. The, the board gets bitten in half. And Mike goes flying back into the water. <laughs> yeah, he gets bitten in half first, doesn't it? And he looks down and thinks, ooh, wonder what that is. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> he just explodes off his board. <laughs> yeah. Goes flying back. Yeah, they do a couple of those. I, I quite enjoyed them when, yeah. when it happened. Yeah. It was funny. I think it's supposed to be the shark is attacking from below with such force that it blasts them into the air. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's one in particular that was <laughs> yeah. superb. Yeah, yeah, that was the highlight for me. But yeah, th- this he just like explodes into the air. Yeah, uh, he's he's bobbing around in the water for a few seconds before he's dragged under, and, and that's the end of Mike. You yeah, don't no, see him again. No blood either. No, no blood whatsoever in this bit. Yeah, it's not quite the same, is it, as Jaws with the uh, the opening opening death? No. No, because he didn't really set anything up. He just bored. You were there watching him do dicking around on his uh, windsurf board, and you're there thinking, I hope he gets killed immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to watch any more of this. Yeah. Yeah, so there's no sympathy for Mike, unfortunately. Eight hours a day. 
has he not got a job or anything? Fucking hell, Mike. We make our way to the, the resort town of Amity. Uh, sorry, I mean uh, Port Harbour. Um, <laughs> it's nothing like it. Nothing like it. <laughs> Amity, as you know, means friendship. <laughs> port Harbour doesn't. No. So there you go. And a port. To... <laughs> there's, there's the very, very big difference. Uh, we meet writer Peter Benton and his wife. They're talking about going to... Um, Governor Wells's soiree that he's got going on at his mansion or some yeah, shit. Yeah, she, uh, she works for him. Or some shit, I believe. Yeah. Seems to. I don't know. <laughs> she's there a bit. Jenny comes in. He's, she's asking for help from the beach previously. They said they can't find Mike. He's disappeared. Uh, so they, they jump on uh, Pete's boat. And they go out looking for him. Also out is uh, Vic Morrow's Quint character, shark hunter Ron Hamer. He finds a chewed-off piece of surfboard in the water. Mm. I'll tell you what, he knows his stuff, yeah, doesn't he? He does. He might not know what it is, but he'll tell you what it isn't. Yeah, he says one thing's for sure, because Pete turns up, climbs aboard. They know each other, as it turns out, which you don't really know until later on. But uh, they examine it, and Ron hits us with some facts. One thing's for sure, it wasn't a floating chainsaw. He's right. I mean, we know that, but he's deduced it perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Gave me a movie idea. <laughs> you ready for this? Oh, hang on. We, whoa, 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 whoa. We need a pitch at the end. <laughs> don't, don't ruin it. I'm just giving you three words. <laughs> okay. Telly. No. Um, Leatherface at sea. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Captain Leatherface, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it all down. Uh, Peter tells us he's lived there nearly 30 years and he's never even heard of a report of a shark sighting, uh, let alone one big enough to do this. I thought he writes about sharks. He does. So why does he live in a place where there aren't any? What kind of, like, uh, journal, I don't know, author? Yeah, but what kind of fucking shark hunter is Ron if he's living here with no <laughs> sharks? <laughs> <laughs> 30 years and Ron's hanging about. Yeah. I've been hunting him for 25. So, I mean, Pete wins that, doesn't he? Yeah. He's been there for 30. Yeah. Still, he ain't got any sharks and it's a bit pointless. Uh, Ron hits us with, once they get a free meal, once they get the taste, they tend to hang around looking for more. And uh, I actually do ask the question of what is this occasional accent that he has? I thought he was Scottish. I've written down he's the Scottish Quint. Lone Wolf McQuint. <laughs> That's what I can now call him from here on. <laughs> uh, Pete wonders, uh, maybe Mike's on the other half of the surfboard drifting around out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, yes. <laughs> Although maybe we would have also seen him. Yeah. Seen as we found this that's just sea level and we haven't found a human man. <laughs> a human man? <laughs> Which you would assume would be easier to see. Yeah. Uh, Ron calls the Coast Guard to tell him to start the search for the boy, and uh, we get a POV under the water, and it hits Peter's boat, and Jenny's sitting on the side there, falls backwards into the water. Uh, as she does this, and all the, the lads sort of start laughing and you know, trying to help her up, Peter um, just looks, scans the water, narrows his eyes, and then comes running over. It's almost like he can sense that something's about to happen. You get the POV of it coming closer. It's going to come in. It's coming for Jenny's booty. <laughs> oh, yeah, with the booty, booty, booty. That's, the, uh, that's what it says on the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> but Peter, uh, he pulls her up in just in time as the camera gets really close. Too close. <laughs> yeah, out of focus. Terrible. <laughs> right in there. Anyway, we meet uh, Mayor Larry Vaughan. Uh, sorry, not. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Governor William Wells. <laughs> 
Yeah, I liked him. I loved his moustache. He was uh, ice in Bronx Warriors. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. John Lennon. Wasn't he in that one, yeah? Imagine. The John John Lennon character. (laughs) Nice one. Uh, Yeah, he's upset at Peter no-showing, and he says as much to Peter's wife. He's got an aide with him who's uh, just a bit of a... Is he dubbed? I think so, and he's also an idiot. Yeah, I thought he was dubbed by the guy who played Herman in Blood Delirium. Oh, <laughs> he's, got the, he's got the same voice as Herman. It might very well be, to yeah, be honest. I, I, I have not looked that one up, of course, but uh, yeah, I th- I actually wrote that down. Voices dubbed, and then I wrote, Herman! How am I supposed to hunt sharks with you? <laughs> uh, just like the mayor in Jaws, uh, Governor Pete, uh, William Wells refuses to believe that a shark is attacking the beach. And rightly so. He thinks it was a floating chainsaw. Because, yes. <laughs> you know, he's not an expert. Uh, the Coast Guard ring to tell us that they found something. Now, we cut to spectators watching a helicopter in the Coast Guard coming in. At the pier there, they've got another empty boat. I think it's Ed Glover's boat. Yeah, I yeah, thought Ed, you know, Ed Glower. You know. Oh, I said... Gl- Glover. Ed Glover. Why would it be called Glover. I know. I, one so, who gloves. Yeah. No, surely it'd be one who gloves. Jenny and Billy Joe there, they're looking <laughs> He's on. your automatic glover. <laughs> uh, Peter turns up. He's asked what's going on. Uh, yeah, Ed you'd, you'd, you'd let him in, obviously. He's an author, so yeah. he's got access to all crime. <laughs> Shows his library card. <laughs> Any crime scenes, uh, let him through. He's an author. <laughs> Uh, the the uh, Coast Guard said that they found it swamped on some rocks. Is it Eagle Rock or something like that, the place? That's so bullshit. And it's empty. Um, and <laughs> Peter says, Ed, Gl- Ed, uh, Ed Glover's the last sailor that would let that happen. <laughs> yeah, he's hardly ever beached his boat in the past. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> As it were. <laughs> uh, they enter Ed Glover's boat. Uh, Governor Wells is there with his aide, who's acting like a prick. And Ron's already in there. He's already in there having a squat like he's up, like he's shitting into the water. <laughs> Although I can confirm that nobody shits. Oh. At least confirmed. Yes. I'd imagine you were attacked by a 35-foot great white. There may be a little bit of uh, seepage, but uh, it's never discussed. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> what, do- what Ron does unveil is a severed arm. <laughs> yeah, which he's just given birth to. <laughs> and the aide... <laughs> The aide says, maybe it was an explosion that caused this <laughs> instead of a shark. Doesn't Ed go fishing using grenades? Yeah, we all know he does. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that seems reasonable. What the hell are you talking about? You <laughs> fishing with grenades? <laughs> nor, nor would you just blow yourself up and the boat remain unharmed. Ron actually does say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Ock, I, the new. And Wells says, I don't care what it did. I've never been known to quit. <laughs> and they say... What? What's that going to do with anything? <laughs> it's because Peter's trying, not to, sure. <laughs> trying to cancel the regatta. I'm not sure. This this windsurf regatta must go ahead. Yeah. It's vital to he's, everything. <laughs> I was going to say, he's, there's, apparently there's too much at stake to cancel. So obviously <laughs> he's relying on the windsurfing vote to sway the upcoming election. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, eight hours a day. He's not voted, is he? No. Time for voting. Uh, Peter's wife, she spots a fin in the water. It must be the shark just around the docks there. Yeah, definitely. And she shouts Peter to have a look. And it's actually the other half of Mike's surfboard, upside Mm. down in the water. 
And uh, he, he's not clinging to it as they hoped. No. So, you know, draw a line under that one. If you were still wondering if he was out there floating, no. What Governor Wells does do, he he does get shark necks installed around the bay. Yeah, very, very quickly, doesn't he? Yeah. He says, there's no way is this a shark. Absolutely 100% not, but I'm going to pay out a lot of money to get some nets put up and some, like, cages and all that shit done. Spotters. Yeah. Boats I'll, with arms. I'll do all that, but there's no way is this a shark. And boats with armed men to make sure it's 100% safe. He's also got a film crew with him. He, he does say 100% safe as well, doesn't he? Yeah. He gives that. There's no no room for anything being unsafe in this. That's 100%. Good luck, Mayor William Wells. Yeah, he's got a film crew with him making a documentary on the election, I believe. And they're also talking, like, they're a news crew as well. And he asks them not to air the recording about the shark because uh, what we just watched there with the nets and shit was from uh, the, the news van when we pan out. It's something that they've recorded, and he tells them not to not to air that just yet. And uh, the reporter says, "Well, what should we say to the station?" Um, and Wells just says, "Don't worry, I'll take care of it." Well, yeah, we never find out what he does. Well, by taking care of it, what he means is he's off to see Ron. Oh, right, okay. About the number of boats needed for this. Off <laughs> to see a man about a shark. Wells, yeah. Wells says, uh, it, "I think during that conversation, you can hear more." Of the cars going past, and you can actually hear the dialogue. There's a lot of that in yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. There's some very loud cars. Yeah. It's as though the microphones were on the road, not <laughs> in front of the uh, actors. And Ron says, we, we're going to need eight, including your boat, Governor Wells. And uh, Governor Wells says, we better make it ten. Wow. It's like, no, we don't need ten. <laughs> That's too many. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, where are they going to be? Listen to what I'm saying. Och, I. Hootsman. We didn't need ten. <laughs> Is what groundskeeper <laughs> Willie <laughs> is uh, is what Scottish Ron says. Uh, he says I've instructed my office to give you everything you need, and Ron says the only thing he wants is the head of the shark after they've caught it. Mister Wells, how many boats do you think we'll need? I'd say about eight, including yours. Well, we better make it ten. My office has instructions to give you whatever you need. Just call. That's very nice of you, but there's only one thing that I'd be needing. Name it. Out of that great white, Mr. Wells. Just a head. don't know why he's got no other shark heads in the boat or anything and that's 35 foot of that shark i was gonna say to be honest we only ever see the head of the shark it's fucking massive (laughs) where's he putting that (laughs) that's bigger than his boat bigger than his dick (laughs) of course it is (laughs) (laughs) oh no this morrow's dick's only 30 foot (laughs) that's why they call him the hammer Uh, Peter, he gives us... A, this is brilliant, this scene. I fucking love this scene. Peter, he gives us a slideshow next to the local fishermen who would be bloody idiots if they didn't know what a shark was. <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> We've got some stock photos of sharks. <laughs> Just he's flipping through them. And what looks to be a holiday snap at the end there. <laughs> I hope they're all taking notes. Shark <laughs> equals big fish, angry teeth. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's what one of them wrote. <laughs> uh, Peter, he hypothesizes that maybe the shark is old or crazed or can't compete with the younger sharks. 
where it usually feeds. Yeah. It's got like shark envy. Yeah, that's Some... a good name for a film. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Write that well. down. <laughs> um, the record length for a shark is 28 feet, he tells us. And uh, he's about to tell us about its vulnerable points, but uh, ends up asking Ron to take over the presentation. It's like, you know more than me, goddammit. Take over, Ron. He says, hoots. Yeah. <laughs> Ron tells us its weak points. It's the base of the head and below the torso. Didn't know sharks had a torso. Dorsal. Oh. It's a torso. <laughs> he says to aim for... He's got a big muscular six-pack. <laughs> yeah. He says to aim for one of these two areas, and I was thinking, are they going to do hand-to-hand fucking combat with it? What the hell is he talking about? Just blow it up. Get me, Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ron tells us that you can't scare this animal off. Boogity boogity. That was one of them, so you'd cross that out. <laughs> yeah. wear, wear a mask. He says you can't reason with it. You can't barter with it. You can't give it an all-expenses-paid trip for him and the wife and the kids to go on holiday, for example. That's what he says. <laughs> He's right, though. He turns to one of the um, one of the fishermen who's scribbling that idea out. It was him that came up with that. He says, it's a shark. You come at it armed with a first-class plane tickets and a trip to Disney World, it'll eat your fucking face off. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I might have just uh, strayed away a bit. It would be good if that was a plan. <laughs> Yeah, some absolute naive idiot at the front. Like, God. Armbands on. <laughs> and a swimming hat. Yeah, I love Mickey Mouse written on his hat. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original script but when we wrote it, but obviously they cut that bit. <laughs> yeah, we sued him as well. Yeah, yeah we lost. <laughs> Ron says that this shark has had its taste for human flesh. He's developed a craving. It's not his hunger that he wants to satisfy. He wants to kill. Bloody hell. Which I'm sure they don't. No, no, no. It is literally a hunger. Yeah. Yeah. He says, you've got two choices. My, one. My way or the highway. <laughs> yeah. He says, one, get out of its way. Or two, hold your ground and fire. Try to kill him because you don't have another choice. Except run. Except the first one. <laughs> yeah, except the other <laughs> choice. Wise uh, words from Ron there. Yeah. Yeah. He knows his stuff. He's been uh, hunting sharks for 25 years. I like how that's obviously the, the sort of Quint, um, <laughs> the, the, you know, the big pivotal scene for <laughs> yeah. Quint when yeah. he's at the meeting. That's Ron's version. <laughs> Y'all know me. Yeah. Y'all know how I earn a living. Right? No. <laughs> Just in the background with the, is it the nails on the... Yeah. 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 Scratching down the board. Next day at the beach, full of surfers, ready for the regatta. We've got some guy dressed as Uncle Sam in a box, jumps out, plays the guitar and the harmonica. If anyone knocks on the door or whatever, it's very odd. Starts yeah, playing I, us a song. Yeah, I've written that. Yeah, harmonica prick. Yeah, yeah don't, don't get don't get what that is. He's, no. he's in a he's in like a, a box, like a Punch and Judy. Yeah, I wrote Punch and Judy style box. He's got a guitar and a harmonica. Somebody knocks on it. He opens it and starts singing. I'd have slammed it shut again. I'd have yeah. like, oh, fuck this. I don't want any of that. Yeah. I wouldn't have knocked on it in the first place, to be honest. No. Um, do, do, uh, actually, though, whilst the shark did burst through the net, uh, we've got our um, our barrels moment where there is oh, yeah. now a, a floating boy, uh, as in, you know, not, not an actual young lad, but a, a floating boy has been attached to the shark. So now if we see that, we know that the shark is coming. Yeah, it's it's the barrels moment, but uh, in nowhere near as good. No, it's a pink 
Yeah. Flotation device. Yeah, it looks rubbish. But anyway, yeah, ne- next day, some dicks playing the harmonica. Uh, they've got cheerleaders. Cheerleaders are on the beach. Yeah, giving us a song about Governor Wells, who's schmoozing about the place. Yes, he's out there pressing the flesh, as it were. Yeah. you got old people as extras having no clue what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I think they just live there. You, you overhear someone saying that Dave, who's Jenny's boyfriend, and Billy Joe are the two favourites to win. So that's exciting, isn't it? Well, only after Mike fucking died. <laughs> yeah, well, of a bit, course. A bit harsh just to carry on with it anyway, really, to be yeah. honest. Now that the favourite's dead, I think he's going to win. Yeah, Governor Wells, he does a bit of flirty-flirty with Pete's wife and heads over to, to yeah, ask yeah. him. He says, uh, you look great. And she says, don't I always? And he's like, no. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> he says, of course. And I thought, all right, love, calm down. Yeah. Fish for the compliments. Just accept a compliment. Uh, nice. Fish. <laughs> Uh, he goes over to see Pete and Ron anyway, and he t- Wells tells them that to you know make sure that the men are out of sight. And uh, yeah, my note is: isn't Pete an author? Why has he got armed men? Why has Ron got armed men? He's a bloody shark hunter. <laughs> Why have they got armed men? I don't know. What I've written at this point is perms galore. <laughs> <laughs> ah, our first album. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. Not to, nothing to do with what you said, but yes, perms galore indeed. Uh, Dave and Billy Joe, they start bragging to Peter and Ron as they walk past about winning, and Jenny tells Dave to be careful out there. And he says, hey, it's okay, your dad and Ron have sorted everything. There's no need to be worried. Mm-hmm. 100% safe. And we get the big race is about to start. Ken, how excited are you for this windsurfing action? I can't believe it. The beach is packed, everybody's here, we're looking forward to a great day. Camera crew, they're getting ready for filming. As... Imagine, imagine sitting at home and watching it live Fuck on yeah. TV. What would be the point of that? <laughs> where is it? Nobody even knows where this place is. It's a small little, a tiny town. Port Harbour. Yeah, if you're not there, you're not at home watching it, are you? Anybody you're not interested. Anybody who's anybody is at home watching the Port Harbour windsurfing regatta. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is the new Catalina wine mixer. I don't know what that is either. From uh, uh, Step Brothers. It's the oh, Catalina yes. wine mixer. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, camera crew, they're there, ready for filming. You've got Peter and Jenny there watching from the, the lifeguard tower. The cameraman, the cameraman of this, obviously the reporter's supposed to be a, a huge dick of a man, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Where you just hate him. But the cameraman, he looks a little bit like uh, Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> so I quite liked his look. Eating, just eating some steak. Yeah, <laughs> I quite liked him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out. Uncle Rico. Because I did write it down. It's a great name for that character. Yeah, I was trying to remember his name and I just wrote it and thought, I hope it's that. Yeah. It should have been if it wasn't. But, yeah. But I think it was. Uh, the starting pistol's fired and off we go. It's breakneck pace. I'm glad this is shown for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me. I haven't uh, been this bored watching windsurfing than I was about 20 minutes ago at the beginning of this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, wow. Watching this on telly. Yeah, you got the mayor's aide. He's out on a boat with a loud hailer to tell them where to go for some reason. Like, it's a straight fucking line, isn't it? But anyway, he's telling them where to go. Yeah, yeah. It's he's, he's just so he's out there on a boat. And this is where uh, Ronnie spots the boy um, being dragged along the surface of the water. The float, yeah? Yes, yeah, not the... The yeah, flotation yeah. boy. 
and uh, it's already broke through the net. He knows it's the shark. Oh, shit. It starts knocking surfers off their boards as it goes through. It's obviously got some sort of vendetta, this shark. It's not just attacking the first one that falls in the water. Yeah. It's almost like it's aiming for something. He's seen it before, Ron. He knows all about it. Uh, Ron jumps in his boat. He's starting to get surfers to jump on to safety. Sheer panic in the water, Ken. It's sheer panic. Yeah. Everybody out of the water. Out of the water. Some heading for Ron's boat. Some heading for the beach. The aide, he's still standing in this boat, uh, screaming at them all not to panic. There's, a, there's an impossible angle. And the camera angle as well from the reporter that he's watching, isn't it? It's like, in order to have got that angle, the cameraman must have been just sat on the back of the shark. <laughs> which I wrote down. I thought, well, how's he got in that shot? It's ridiculous. Yeah. But then, of course, it pans out and he is. It's Uncle Rico riding the shark. <laughs> like a bucking bronco. <laughs> no, but I actually did. I just wrote that down. I thought, how's he getting that shot there? It's ridiculous. My first laugh out loud moment. Yes, and probably the best is, moment of the film. Beautiful. As the aide is standing on his boat, screaming at them all not to panic, the aide is lifted and his boat, 20 feet into the air. <laughs> An obvious mannequin in place of the actor. What? <laughs> oh, God, it, the, the visual is fucking oh, hilarious. It is an absolute joy to watch. It's... <laughs> Yeah, might as well just have been a cardboard man. He's <laughs> <laughs> got no movement to it at all. <laughs> like a rigid dummy. Yeah. Like, fl- thrown into the air. Yeah. Um, it falls into the water. He emerges out. And uh, this is when we hear the roar of the shark. <laughs> yes. The roar of the shark. I'm writing that down as well. I like that. It emerges out of the water. What are your thoughts on the look of this magnificent creature? <laughs> It truly is a beautiful beast. <laughs> it looks shit, doesn't it? <laughs> it's got a big old fucking moon face shark. Yeah. yeah, it looks terrible. It's far too big. Yeah. Obviously, the aide assumes it was some sort of explosion. Um, yeah, maybe a grenade. I mean, yeah, we, all know, we all know that he often... He says, who the hell's fishing at a time like this? <laughs> And then he's dragged it's under the Ed, water. Ed Glover. Yeah, he's back <laughs> from it, the dead. It's him again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's dragged under the water and off he fucks. That's the end of the <laughs> yeah. aid. Yeah, quite right too. We've got it's Pete. 37 minutes, by the way. That's the first time you actually see the shark. Yeah. Yeah, and it's rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the amazing footage of it biting through the net underwater. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but yeah. The first of that mannequin thing that it's got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that is that's big, biting through the net. Big paper it's just, mache. It's just polystyrene. Yeah. It's yeah. Like plasticine. Plasticine, yeah. <laughs> it's a plasticine shark. Uh, you got people surrounding Governor Wells on the beach. They're saying, what the fuck's going on? Why was there no security measures taking place? And Ron, he sticks up for Wells. He, says, he does, actually. Yeah, fair play to him. He says, hey, there was, but this is, this is, this is bigger than we ever imagined. There's no one to blame now. Nothing to... Mr. Wells, now do you want to call that shark a rumor? I'm sorry, gentlemen. I can't make a statement now. But didn't you take the proper security precautions? Hey, just hold it there. I said, hold it! Security measures were taken, but not for a great white of this size. I've never seen anything like it my whole life. I've had the shark all over the world. So put that in your paper. But security measures, they were taken. Nice. <laughs> and then he walks off into yeah. silence. Yeah, he says, security measures were taken. 
And Wells just like, oh, thank God he was here. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't even remember. In his office, Wells, he's getting chewed out by someone, some sort of Danny Trejo-looking customer. In yeah, a suit. not sure. Uh, but he does double down on uh, on Peter and Ron sorting it, and um, he's saying that they're the best there is. He's an author. The other guy's Vic Morrow, of course. They're fucking they're the best. <laughs> he's the hammer. Billy Joe as well, he's listening in the sun. Yeah. I don't know why he's there, but he's listening he's in. He's having a little earwig. And whoever this guy is, he tells Wells that he is directly responsible for the destruction of the shark now, and it needs to be done by next week. Or sooner. Yes. Preferably sooner. And Wells says, well, I've gotten out of worse spots. I'll get out of this one. Yeah. I'm not sure what worse what worse spots would he have been in, do you think? Because he's, like he's like just the mayor of a small town, coast, mm. coastal town. And people weren't being murdered or killed or anything like that beforehand. So what worse would he have been involved in? He was the governor of Vietnam. <laughs> ah, that's where I recognised him from. <laughs> the governor of the Vietnam War. <laughs> yeah, a lot of mistakes were made. A lot the, of good men lost their lives. <laughs> the guy says, I hope so, for your sake. And leaves and Billy Joe looks nervously at his dad. And the dad reassures him, tells him not to worry. Anyway, cut to Ron and Peter and Peter's wife. They're on Ron's boat. They're getting their scuba gear ready. They've got uh, what looks like lipstick they're attaching to the ends of their harpoons. Yeah, it's because uh, it's not uh, animal friendly. Ah, <laughs> I see. Yeah, yes. You know, it's the, it the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so it really, really plays plays up with the shark. It's like, oh, get that off me. There's lipstick on that shark, you monster. Who, <laughs> me? <laughs> Uh, there seems to be history with Peter and Ron. This is when we first hear it, when Ron asks if he's going to try and blow himself up again, like in Aruba. <laughs> Aruba, of course, was occupied by Nazis in uh, the Second World War, so maybe maybe there, maybe that's what happened. Maybe they're old... Um, what, from the 40s? They're old war buddies. He's only 81. How old would he have, How old is he supposed to be? He's got to be in his... 60s, hasn't he? Vic Morrow? Peter, is he as well? Then is he the same age? Probably in his 50s. So he was like 11. Yeah. <laughs> are they old war buddies or are they just talking about a fishing trip? You know, grenades for... Um, yeah, with Ed. Bloody Ed Glover again. Out yeah. there with their grenades. Or maybe it was, he was just on a shark trip with... Uh, I'm thinking that Ron goes around doing the shark hunting and uh, Peter makes notes and writes books about him. Maybe that's that. Anyway, Peter and Ron, they're in the water. They're having a look about with their harpoons at the ready. Peter's wearing a lovely bright red wetsuit. It is very nice, yeah. It's very stealthy. <laughs> yeah. And sharks, they can see shades of colour, people. Some people think they're just seeing black and white or whatever. No, they can actually, some breeds. So stick that in your fucking dick and smoke it. <laughs> smoke it real good. Uh, meanwhile, Jenny and her mates, including Dave and Billy Joe and the other one, <laughs> and Ringo, they're uh, they're making a plan of their own to hunt the shark. And Jenny, she's bought a shotgun from her house. It's a very good plan, isn't it? A shotgun. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll teach it. Uh, the camera crew, they're replaying the AIDS death. <laughs> we get to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. And they're talking about going out and getting better, clearer footage of the shark. So you see, you've got three plans in motion here. Yeah, yeah. Each independent of each other. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, the music, it tells us that it's uh, the shark's turned up right as Peter and Ron head into an underwater cave. Mm -hmm. There's some stock footage again, isn't there? Yeah. Of, of sharks. Yeah, followed yeah. by it... Not it couldn't look faker if it tried. 
And no. it, it bites the harpoon that Peter's got in its hand. This shark is so fucking massive that it can't fit in the entrance that two blokes have just swam into. <laughs> it's stuck outside just chewing it. 35 feet. 35 feet. He's already said the largest ever shark was 28. <laughs> so it's already beyond their comprehension. Well, Ron shoots a harpoon at it with a lipstick at the end. It turns out that was dynamite. And it blows up... Um, That's a bit dangerous, isn't it? You don't want women putting that on their lips. Um, it blows up next to the shark, making rocks fall onto it, and it sort of scares the shark away. Yeah, why is the shark doing this? Why is it like... Because it's, it's deliberately like causing a, a fall of rocks, isn't it? Mm. Is it to drown them? It's to, it's to trap them inside the cave. Why? What, what's its purpose of doing that? So they die. They, they're meddling too <laughs> much in the shark's affairs. He's got big plans, this shark. <laughs> all right. Okay, so it, it is all like proper cognitive behavior from a shark thinking, these are the guys who want to kill me. I shall, must kill them first, but I will not eat them because that's just greedy, as I've already eaten. Yes. Okay. Okay, yes, this yeah. shark is more intelligent than 90% of the bad guys we've covered on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, and it's got some lovely lipstick on. <laughs> so, you know, it looks good too. Uh, the rocks end up blocking the entrance and the shark appears. He, he's gone. And I think I could probably have just kicked those rocks out of, the, out of the way. They're clearly not real rocks. You mean they didn't actually trap the actors underwater <laughs> in a cave? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll look it up, but <laughs> I'm going to check the trivia section. Uh, anyway, Peter, he, he's all underwater. He, this is the power of acting, people. Mm-hmm. He sees that he's got a plan. He's going to blow up himself. <laughs> <laughs> what he bought in his utility belt. It's it's a belt and the little pockets have all got dynamite in them, you mm, see. That's yeah. that's safe, isn't it, to, to have around your waist? <laughs> But he, he <laughs> so some sort of Islamic terrorist, <laughs> Islamadad. <laughs> um, anyway, he puts the the belt on the on the rocks at the entrance there, shoots it with the harpoon, blows the rocks up, but also renders Ron unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Ron is unconscious for fucking thirty percent of this film. To be honest, he doesn't have a good time any time any time he gets in the water. <laughs> For somebody who hunts sharks for a living, <laughs> he's really unlucky he's when, he, when he's submerged. He's constantly unconscious when he's in the water, this fucking guy. The author's better underwater than this man. We hear his wife over the radio telling Peter that they've only got three minutes of airtime left. Not like they're on the radio, like they've left in their, in their tanks. Uh, they do resurface, it's very quick, and um, Ron... Yeah, he throws him onto the boat. Peter goes to the Lone Wolf uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid route of first aid and gives him some alcohol to revive him. And it works. Uh, as they're chatting, blah, 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 uh, they see that Wells' boat is in the distance and they assume he's out buying up some votes, is what uh, Ron says. But it's actually Jenny and friends. They're on Billy Joe's dad's boat. Where are they buying votes from? On the open waters. Sharks! <laughs> For fuck's sake, Kenny, you're watching this film or what? <laughs> so his main or his target demographic: windsurfers and aquatic beasts. Yes, <laughs> I suppose that's how he won the first election. <laughs> Not to be confused with the aquatic beasts the rock band me and Ken were in. <laughs> yes, with hits such as Shark Envy, <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, Lipstick dynamite. 
That's a great name. I'm writing that down for a, a future character. Um, yeah, we, we they're on the boat, and we see that their plan, Ken, seems to be to go hunting using stakes and a shotgun. To be honest, the only plans that anybody has from here on in involve throwing large, massive amounts of meat into the water. <laughs> yeah. Who's a butcher at this Port Harbour? He's making a bloody fortune out of this. Yeah, he's the real winner here, yeah, isn't he? Is, isn't Do you reckon he? he planned it? He could be. It could be Radio Control Shark. It was him all along. Well, it could be the butcher and the butcher boy just together, you know, like a like a pantomime horse. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that seems reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's human centipede in it. Like in the... 35 fucking foot tall butcher. And the butcher's dog. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, paddling with his back legs. Yeah, he's... That propels him. He's working the tail, if you quite <laughs> mind. Hey, we're all working the tail, huh? Yeah, it seems like the worst plan I've ever heard. You're literally going along on the boat with a hunk of meat hanging off the side and your shotgun. Anyway, Ron and Peter, they're telling the fishermen back on at the harbour about the shark and Wells turns up. And Peter's like, hey, we just saw you on your boat. You got here very quickly. Yeah, what, did you get all your votes, did you? <laughs> the sharks easily swayed, were they, Wells? I'm on to you. Yeah, just a slab of meat each. Backhanding the sharks, if you know what I'm saying. What, slapping them? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's some guy as well who we saw earlier who actually spoke to Billy Joel. He says that, oh, no, I saw your son. It's him who took the boat out. He said he, he had your permission, Wells, and uh, him and Jenny, they're off to Eagle Rock. Son of a bitch. Cut back to the boat, uh, to the yacht. Jenny spots the shark in the water. Well, she's, she spots some stock footage yes. of a shark in some water. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it looks nothing like it either. It no. really doesn't. Any all of this stock footage, um, it just looks nothing like the actual quality of the film. No, which is weird because the quality of the film's not great. <laughs> but, yeah, very very unusual. And all the sharks look totally different in each stock footage, don't they? Yeah, it's not even the same fucking species of shark. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Dave, he starts firing blindly into the water like <laughs> Thornton Reed. That'll stop him. Yeah. I guess stock footage mixed with what looks to be a tiny boat and shark toy that they're using <laughs> for like a wide-angle view of it. Yes, it is very, very realistic. It's fucking moment. awful. Yes, it is terrible. Hits the underside of the yacht. And at one point, the shark... Listen to this, Ken, this fucking intelligent shark. It stops the boat's propellers underneath it by using its its own body to stop it. You see it like <laughs> slicing through the back of the fin. Yeah, blood happens. everywhere. Of course it did. That seems absolutely ridiculous. It's very, very angry, this shark. You told, told you, he's got a vendetta. You told me. And you got uh, Peter and Wells, they jump in the helicopter. I don't know if it's Ron flying. It looks like Ron who jumps in the front there. And they're, they're out looking for, for his yacht. Uh, straight back to the yacht. And uh, they start teabagging the steak in and out of the water. <laughs> it lures the shark over instantly, and it emerges roaring out of the water. It's the same, pretty much it's just the same bit, isn't it? Yeah. You see again and again. Whenever it breaches the water, it's just bloody awful. It really is. Yeah, you see stock footage of uh, an actual shark when they actually do this. Um, amazing to watch that sort of footage of actual sharks like feeding. Oh, yeah, I like, I like all that stuff. But 
Yeah, this is awful. Billy Joe says, uh, you know, shouts for someone to kill it, and Dave loses his footing because he's holding onto the metal pole that has the meat attached to it and ends up uh, knocking Jenny into the water. Again. <laughs> the second time now she's fallen into the water. Uh, we hear her screams as uh, Dave manages to pull her out. Uh, the helicopter turns up, and we see a quick shot of a leg dangling out of the mouth of the shark. Oh, dear. And Which quick... is weird, because it's such a massive shark, and uh, he wouldn't even notice that leg at all, would it? No. And quick cut to an ambulance racing through town. Uh, she gets rushed in to the hospital, sort of. It's not overly quick. No, it's total <laughs> silence as well. It's a totally silent scene whilst we just watch a gurney move through a hospital. Yeah, it's like POV, isn't it, of her, yeah, her but, angle? but total silence. Yeah. Peter watching on, looking very sullen. Um, Wells consoles Peter, blames himself for them taking his boat. Uh, Billy tells his dad that he only wanted to help, and another laugh-out-loud moment here as well slaps Billy across the face. Slaps that shit right off his face. With a great sound effect. Yes. (laughs) Have that, son. Please, nurse. It's been more than an hour. Can't you tell me something? I'm sorry. When the doctor's finished, he'll be up to talk to you. Dad, I only wanted to help you. Even better, though, is the almost no reaction from the actor playing Billy. I don't even think he blinks <laughs> when his dad hits him. So the last time uh, Billy ever sees his dad mm. is him slapping him across the face. Yeah, slap the chops. Because Wells, he's got a plan. He gets into his car. He, he, he takes it very badly, doesn't he? He says, this is my fault. Yeah. Even though he says, it's not your fault. He says, well, it is my fault. He says, okay, you win. You win this one, Wells. He says, no, it's your son's fault. Yeah, oh, you're right. I'm going to go and slap the shit out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you slap someone, Will. He heads back to his helicopter. He's got a, a suitcase with something in it. Yeah, it's so heavy that two people have to carry that. Yeah. It's like a it's an ice box. Yeah. Yeah, guess what that is? More money for the butcher. Yeah. That's what that is. It's uh, him and his pilot. His pilot's called Bernie. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? It is nice. It's nice to get a mention for Bernie. I wonder what the hell Wells is up to here. I don't know. I just hope that Bernie's all right. Greasing some palms, no doubt. Uh, in the hospital, Jenny wakes up. Peter goes to see her. The mum can't because she's not ready to see a daughter with one leg. Yeah, the doctor says um, her leg is gone, but she may still feel it for a few months, maybe even for a year. Yeah, it's well acted, isn't it, that bit? Mm. He's like some sort of like yeah. southern yokel. It's, like, it's really, really nice. Nicely delivered. Another nice delivery is Peter telling her about the time when she did have two legs <laughs> and she got one bloody. <laughs> yeah, because it's a, lo- a lovely tale about learning to ride a bike. Which she won't be able to do which anymore. Which you will never do again, <laughs> my darling. And your leg that is not there anymore. Yeah. It's, all... it's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? Where you fall off a bike and you get a little scratch. And then when you have no leg whatsoever because you've been bitten off by a shark. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. He's, he's right to use that. Well done, Peter. That's, that's yeah, a nice story, it's the, Dad. It's the perfect story. <laughs> yeah, Jenny, she screams at her father in a, in a daze. She wants him to kill the shark. Yeah. And sell her bike. Yes. I think might as well sell the <laughs> bike as well, please. <laughs> I'm going to need the money. Uh, anyway, back with Governor Wells. It looks like he's trying to make it up to Peter by killing the shark himself. The only way he knows how. With a suitcase full of meat <laughs> and a helicopter. Yeah. So he, he's flying above with Bernie, you say. 
Bernie. So Bernie's flying above the, the ocean. Uh, Wells spots some more stock footage in the ocean there. He, he sees a shark swimming around that's clearly not this shark. And it's a huge carcass of meat, isn't it? <laughs> it <laughs> is. That's bloody massive, that yeah. is. Who's buying that from the butcher? <laughs> it's almost a whole animal. Anyway. It's like Uncle Frank. He's just bought out the fucking <laughs> suitcase. <laughs> the shark. And then, no! <laughs> he says as he's thrown in. Uncle Frank from Hellraiser, of course. Come to daddy. <laughs> He winches it down anyway. He attaches it to a hook and winches it into the sea. So his plan is, Ken, get this, Mm -hmm. is to capture the shark as he's eating the meat with the hook that he's hooked it onto. Yeah. And then using the helicopter, lift a (laughs) 35-foot shark out of the water and suffocate it. That's his plan. Yeah. That's fucking mental. (laughs) Well, let's hope it works. How does it go? That's a worse idea than the shotgun idea. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even got a shotgun. Maybe if he also had a shotgun, it would be slightly better. Yeah. But no, he's literally just hoping that this will work. Of course, the shark, he messes up plans, this shark. He's not going along with this. It's an instant breach. As soon as that meat hits the water, this shark's right out there. Yeah, it looks ridiculous as well. Yeah, it's Big just a rubber fucking shark. <laughs> yeah, it rips the winch off the side of the helicopter. Yeah, pull- At this point, you probably think, yeah, let's go back and think of something else. We tried our best. Yeah, maybe maybe cut the cut the winch. You yeah, know, stop it from pulling you down into the sea. But yeah. uh, no, nah, we don't do that. Bernie, he's trying his best. Yeah, the uh, the winch ripping off makes Wells lose his balance, and he falls out the helicopter into the water. Yeah. As you say, Bernie lowers the helicopter expertly as well. That's got to be to, tough to do. To his credit as well, yeah, to his credit, because he could have just fucked it fucked off. off yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck this, no way. The shark's circling Wells. Uh, he grabs on just in time to be lifted out the water to safety. But unfortunately, Wells is a total tit. Yeah, I mean, Bernie's even like using just one hand to fly the helicopter and the other hand to try and get Wells back in the chopper. Yeah. Yeah, but Wells just... Ah, I'm falling back in <laughs> instantly. He's like he's out the water for three seconds and then he I'm, falls. I'm straight back in. Ah, not Instead again. of locking his arms and then bringing his legs up, he's just fucking dangles and falls back in. In cage, Lou Ferringo, he carries Red Brown all the way back from a helicopter from Vietnam, yeah. and he's been shot in the head. Yeah, this guy can't even hold on to one on his own. Yeah, and he's on. He's not even wounded. Bloody idiot. He's. Pencil pushers, you see. Yeah. City boy, been counting money all his life. A second time to charm, and Bernie lifts him out yet again. Yeah. And you think, oh, here he's we go. He's still there again, isn't he? Yeah, Bernie, he's gone back again. Because after he'd fallen in the first time, I'd have been like, this man doesn't want to live. <laughs> and we're writing this one off. As he brings him out, we see that uh, Wells screams in agony, and uh, it turns out that he's been bitten in half. From the legs down, not not vertically. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. That would have been ridiculous. I'd have liked it. And he actually hang, hangs on longer. Yeah, 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 when he hasn't got any legs <laughs> at he, all. Yeah. Than he did before. And then he eventually falls into the water and the shark eats the rest of him. Um, but Bernie, and this at this point, this is where I kind of lose a little bit of sympathy for Bernie. And rather than just fucking off at this point, He's still hanging around, thinking, I wonder if he's okay. Yeah, he's a couple of feet off the surface of the water, isn't he? Yeah. Looking, seeing like, maybe he'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll see if he's all right. Uh, um, another laugh out loud moment here, because the shark isn't done yet. <laughs> oh, no. 
Uh, Bernie, who's been stony-faced the whole time, even after witnessing <laughs> a 35-foot shark bite his boss in half. Uh, he's, he's circling low, as, as Ken was saying, and the shark roars out of the water again and latches onto the side of the helicopter, dragging it into the ocean. Bernie looks at us. <laughs> the, the sharks come up from the right-hand side, and Bernie turns to the camera and just goes, <laughs> which I really liked. Yeah, <laughs> I like that because he's just looking away from the shark. And the impact of this, because they cut to a small toy helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't explode. No. I was very disappointed with that. Yeah, and the propellers and, and stuff like that, usually they bend and break off and stuff when they yeah. hit water, but uh, these don't, they just stop. <laughs> no, I was disappointed it didn't explode. Yeah, but, you uh, were waiting to, to yeah, message. Yeah, I, I was going to let him know, but I'm, I'm sure this is on radar. Yeah. Of chopper goes bang. Yeah. Yeah, so that he gets pulled under, and uh, poor old Bernie. Meanwhile, Peter and Ron, they're back, at, back on the ocean themselves. For another attempt to blow the shark up. Now this, this is where he's on the radio, and I thought he said Hammer. Mm. This is this is where I thought Ron called himself Hammer, but obviously his name's Hamer. So I'll, I'll give him that one. I didn't uh, I didn't look his name up at the time, but I did write Hammer Bronx. Mm. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> End of note. <laughs> Uh, back at the harbour, the camera crew, remember them, the reporters. They've no, got themselves some Uncle Rico. They've got themselves some spare ribs. And they've decided it'll be a good idea to change some spare ribs around the docks. Yeah, 20 pounds. 20 pounds of meat. This butcher's laughing his head off. He really is. What a great day he's having. Well, they said during the gold rush that the only people that actually made any money were the people selling the shovels. And it's the same here with the butcher, the same premise. Uh, the plans in this movie are amazing, is my next note. Because we've, we've had this after all the other meat-based shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, Ron he, and- does, he does actually say, is that spare ribs? He says, yes. He said horse. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why we get to know that. It's irrelevant to everything, but yeah. Um, I'll get that Emmy yet, says the reporter. Yeah, he's doing all this for an Emmy. Yeah. Like anyone gives an Emmy to a reporter talking about a fucking shark. <laughs> Do it for fucking war country reporters, not this shit. Not the Port Harbour windsurfing regatta. <laughs> <laughs> You need to wear a bulletproof vest with press on it if you want a bloody Emmy, you bastard. Anyway, Ron and Peter, they're arguing... You could wear a uh, life jacket with press written on it. Uh, Ron and Peter, they're arguing about who's going to be the one to dive in to kill the shark. And Ron points out that they only have one belt of dynamite left. And there's no sense risking both their necks. Yeah, he says, damn it, Peter, I'm the expert. I mean, he was the one uh, who had them swimming blindly into a cave with one exit and a harpoon <laughs> each to kill a 35-foot shark. <laughs> Before just falling unconscious. <laughs> yeah. So how can you argue with that? Yeah, He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's obviously had a history of concussions because uh, he's easily knocked out now. <laughs> this guy knows exactly what's happening. His accent's all over the place as well at this point <laughs> when he's shouting. Uh, Uncle Rico, by the way, he, he's swimming down in the, in the water, isn't he? Yeah. Attaching the meat. Attaching the meat to the harbour. Yeah. Yeah. He comes up and he says, uh, did you see the shark? He says, yeah, I did, yeah. He says, uh, he'll be back later. He's very funny. And it's like, you fucking go and do it then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just kind of a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Could have died down there. That's where the shark is, you know, in the water. It's not up here. And then you see Emmy, it. Yeah, Emmy prick. <laughs> we see it on the uh, the bench there with a newspaper and a <laughs> yeah, Bermuda jacket on. Wearing a wearing a hat, wearing a trilby yeah. <laughs> and sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> 
just yeah. raises the paper up yeah, over its face. Like that. Oh. <laughs> Ronnie scuba gears up. Stick, he sticks his dynamite belt around his waist. Jumps into the water. He's got his harpoon. Do you uh, do you know why they go backwards into the water? Do you know um, when the, uh, the, the the divers? You know, like when divers when they uh, they they roll backwards. Do you know why they roll backwards? I assume it was just because it's Vic Morrow and he fell in. No. Not on this occasion. No, go on. Uh, it's because if they rolled forwards, they'd still be in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very good. <laughs> uh, anyway, Peter, he's still in his little red wetsuit. He stays aboard. He's got his rifle ready and waiting. Um, <laughs> yeah, a single gun has worked a treat so far in this film. Yeah. Uh, Ron, he goes down. He checks the wreckage of the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, that's probably why it didn't explode. Yeah, because it's it's vital to this point. Because Ronish, because if there's one thing sharks love, it's hiding out in helicopter debris, crap site, <laughs> crash sites. Yeah, he checks the wreckage just in case the shark's in there, and uh, he's and uh, you know just in case he's set up base there or something. You know, blueprints of the the layout of the docks, and <laughs> <laughs> he's got the FBI boards there with the string <laughs> attaching it to where where the next uh, likely regatta will take place. <laughs> he's, got a, he's he's hitting a string of regattas. <laughs> nice. Anyway, we're gearing up for the final uh, final twenty minutes. So one second. There we go. Let's just get that drink on the go. It turns out the shark fucking has set up base there because yeah, he turns yeah, up. Yeah. Ron finds Wells' meat suitcase, if you've excused the imagery. <laughs> and uh, when the shark turns up, he floats it up as a, as a way of uh, getting Peter's attention because the shark's got him trapped and not only trapped inside the chopper, but Ron's managed to tangle himself up in some sort of rope. It's all of the it's the winch cable, I think. Ah, of it's course. The, it's the only thing I could think of because yeah. I thought, what the fuck is he tying himself up in now? <laughs> He's just tangled himself up in, uh, well, tangled up in blue, as it were. Uh, Peter, he sees the suitcase float up to the surface and immediately dives in. He knows something's <laughs> up. He's like, shit, it's the meat case. That must be their army training kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were in Aruba. <laughs> hey, you don't know about Aruba because you weren't there, man. Uh, I'm guessing the shark is able to plot and plan because he, he waits for Peter to get down there to help Ron before scooping up the other end of the rope, mm -hmm. which is attached to Ron. And swimming off with him, yeah. you know, like Captain Ahab in Moby Dick. Yeah, off he goes again. See you, Ron. You literally just see Ron, <laughs> lifeless, yeah. getting dragged away into the ocean. He really does have a bad time, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Peter jumps in the boat and he's, he's chasing after him, I guess. <laughs> that bit's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> right, ten minutes of the film left and we go and meet a new character now. Yeah, there's a cowboy. Double denim. He's got an embroidered eagle wings with yes. real feathers on the back of the jacket. Quite right, too. Cowboy boots and hat. His name is Riley, and he's a shark hunter. Yep. Good of him to call him. So close to the end of the film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the camera crew, they greet him. It seems like they've hired him to, to kill the shark and, and so they can capture it on film for the Emmy, the big Emmy win. I believe so, yeah. And Riley, he shows us his shotgun and uh, he's got tank-piercing bullets, he tells us. It's like a big fucking blunderbuss he's got. It's, uh, it's, it's yeah for the old uh, great white hunter. <laughs> yeah, the bad guy from Jumanji turns yeah. up. Hello, <laughs> this pesky shark. Yeah, that would be fucking brilliant. You leave this to me. 
<laughs> you leave this to me, old chap. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, well, welcome, welcome to the film, Riley. <laughs> yeah, Riley. <laughs> he says this is just a fish, and the cameraman better be quick because it's going to be over pretty fast. Jesus Christ! That's what also what Ken said on his first day of filming. <laughs> I was happy just to get an audition. <laughs> Uh, obviously, this attracts a crowd of lollygaggers and rubberneckers. They're all standing on the docks watching when the shark turns up and goes for the ribs. Yeah, it's a shame, really. No one ever thought that this might happen. Yeah, when it happens in Jaws. Yeah, don't it? Pot roast. Those, <laughs> those two guys and the pot roast. Yeah. He rips part of the dock away that has all the main characters standing on it. Yeah. So that's unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah. Billy but- Joe's on there. Dave, Pete's wife, the cameraman, Riley, and the other kid. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the other perm. Why is Pete's wife there? Shouldn't she be at the fucking hospital with... She's uh, she's not ready to see her now disabled daughter. That's true, yeah. yeah. She hates her yeah. because she's now got only one leg. And yeah. she really hates that. She fucking hates pirates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the reporter, he tells another cameraman, he's got a replacement cameraman already. Thank goodness. Tells him to keep rolling on the shark. And if he does, he'll buy him a lobster dinner. Yeah. And he says, I'm going to go back to the van. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's nice and safe. Good and luck. It, and that, the van's back at Wells Mansion. You realise it was so close to the fucking uh, <laughs> beach. Yeah, he's, he's gone anyway, the reporter. He's going to watch it on telly. He tells someone else to head down to the pier quick. And in the panic, we have people swimming back to the pier from the raft. The original cameraman falls into Riley, who loses his rifle. Yep, so now he's not got tank piercing. Why has he got tank piercing bullets anyway? He's not got a tank, is he? This? Well, not yet. <laughs> Who fucking knows of this shark? <laughs> I mean, I know he's building one down there. <laughs> and he has, he has got a helicopter. But <laughs> we've yet to see him in a tank. Uh, the reporter, he gets a message from the camera guy asking him to ring the Coast Guard for help, but he doesn't. Instead, he just watches the footage being shot from the van. Goddamn son of a bitch. He doesn't, do, he doesn't lift a finger to help. That was in case you weren't aware that he was supposed to be the baddie. The bastard of the group. Yeah. Uh, the shark attacks the uh, the floating dock that they're on, and um, the shark expert declares it must be toying with them, which makes me question if he is a real expert on sharks, but <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it is toying with them, actually, because when it comes up for a second time, it's got a fake uh, nose and moustache with glasses on. Yeah, that well. can't it's, be the shark. It's just messing about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My God, it's Groucho Marx. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it does eventually turn up and knocks the cameraman into the water. Yeah, Uncle Rico, off he goes. He starts trying to swim back to them, uh, to their raft, but ends up screaming as they pull him out, and he's minus his legs. He's sans legs. They may have got your legs, (laughs) but they also... But they sure did not get your camera. Uh, The wife, obviously, I mean, Peter's wife, she not, not being a fan of people without legs... Uh, she just screams like a bloody lunatic at this yeah. point. I like the, the camera's pointing at the corpse of uh, Uncle Rico, <laughs> yeah. who's sort of smiling at the camera. <laughs> pulling an absolutely ridiculous face, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I really liked his face on that one. Uh, he also, the shark again, knocks them all into the water, takes another big chunk out of the raft. Uh, Peter turns up in his boat, he spots the raft. Uh, Riley, the uh, the shark hunter, screams. Yeah, yes, the character here to save the day. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, well, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, the shark roars after him. Um, not the best to swim in double denim, I imagine. No, it'd be very heavy, wouldn't it? Very heavy, very quick. Or as we all know it, the Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the shark ends up eating him. Uh, Dave, it's a shame, actually, because I really liked him. Yeah. <laughs> For the two minutes he was in the film. Yeah, dropped his gun and died. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I hope he didn't get paid up front. <laughs> That'd have been a waste of money. Uh, Dave, Billy Joe and Peter's wife, they're, they're back on the rafters, along with an unnamed child with them. And uh, Peter swoops in, picks them up on the boat. And- yeah, yeah, they, they all jump onto the boat. And uh, Peter reverses this by jumping off the boat. I have no idea how this happens. Uh, onto onto where they've all just come from and is immediately swept out to sea. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are we, you doing? We see the shark grab the rope that's hanging off the raft um, and swims away with it. And this somehow makes Peter fall onto the raft and is dragged away. <laughs> he's just now on it. Yeah. yeah. And he's on his own being dragged off into the raft and seemingly... Into the middle of the sea, totally. Yeah, because you can't hear anyone. No, because nothing else is happening now. It's just him in the middle of the sea. Nobody else is there. The boat, wherever they are. I mean, I assume they've just fucked off back to the beach. And it all looks lost. He only fights him off like once with a stick. Yeah, he's got, he's got a plank of wood. Yeah. You know, sharks hate planks of wood. Yeah. Yeah. Although this one does eat the first one. Yeah. And it all looks lost. But wait a minute. What's that he sees floating past? <laughs> <laughs> it's Vic Morrow. Oh my God, it's the corpse of Ron. This was laugh out loud again for me. Just dead, floating by. Here he comes. <laughs> it's Ron coming to save the day. Uh, Peter drags him onto the raft, which is about four foot square now. I don't know how this is still floating. Anyway, um, he gets the idea to um, to sort of force his best friend's corpse into the mouth of the shark, I think. <laughs> the shark emerges and starts like attacking the, the thing and uh, he gets run by the legs and... and he's, he's got the detonator, hasn't he, for the um, for the suicide belt he's wearing. Yeah, and uh, the shark emerges half of its... I don't know how the hell it does this, but it emerges half out the water and stays vertical in the air, <laughs> the shark, with Vic Morrow hanging from his jaws, from the knees down. You should, you should see the tail on this shark right now. It's just flapping side to side, trying to keep him afloat. <laughs> yeah, it's actually added a propeller to itself. <laughs> it's just working overtime. It's the uh, rotor from the helicopter that he's just <laughs> sunk. In Peter's hand, he's got the detonator from the dynamite belt. And has anyone seen Jaws 3D? Because the scriptwriters of Jaws 3D have definitely seen this movie. This came out four years before Jaws 3D, when the exact same thing happens. Uh, Peter shouts, Damn you, shark! (laughs) He doesn't say shark. (laughs) It'd be great if we did. (laughs) And the shark's like, Hmm? Get a close-up on his eye. Just yeah. Like, yeah. He says, special delivery, motherfucker. <laughs> and another laugh-out-loud moment, because he dives into the water. He's inexplicably <laughs> leaping sideways into the sea. But he doesn't dive in. It's almost like he he, he runs out of, of walkway and <laughs> falls in. sideways on, isn't he? But he raises his hands up in the air like he's going for a slam dunk in a basketball yeah. game. It's all in slow-mo as well, if, you, if you're uncertain. Yeah, and he presses the detonator button. The shark's neck blows up, decapitates it. Yeah, the butcher and the butcher's boy and his dog yeah. <laughs> separated at last. 
But uh, he was originally like out of the water, the shark, and when we detonate, he's swimming away. So you know. Yeah, whereas uh, Peter was originally out of the water as well, and for no reason whatsoever dived into the water whilst exploding the shark. Yeah. And then climbs back out of the water again. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, what the fu- fucking hell? I didn't realise how small this raft was. I just <laughs> like, fell in. What the hell am I doing? Because <laughs> if that hadn't have worked, I'm now in the water. Yeah, because there wasn't a riptide, I'd be fucking dead. <laughs> Anyway, cut back to the docks. So the reporter he's giving us some coverage of, about the shark being destroyed. He's telling us he's going to he's going in for some words from our hero Peter, who's walking through the crowd with his wife and Jenny's friends. Of course, Billy Joe survived, as did Dave, as did the other friend. Uh, the reporter asks him, "How does it feel to be a hero?" And he he waves him away. He doesn't want any of this shit. And he stops him. He says, "You've got to say something." And Peter responds by punching him right in the fucking face. Yeah, he doesn't actually say anything. No, he just punches him yeah, to the ground. Just, just knocks him to the ground. Which is odd, considering at no point would Peter know of any of this plan. Even the ribs he would know about at this point. <laughs> but he just punches the reporter to the floor. Uh, Peter, his wife, uh, and all the kids. I mean, pretty much everybody left in the film will all get in the yeah, same car. You're not the end of Mannequin when they all <laughs> when Starship play and they all drive off. Yeah, it's not that big a car though, is it? No, these are all adults getting into this car. Yeah, like a fucking clown car. Yeah, they all get yeah, into it's it. It's like the anthill mob. They're just all hanging off the back of the car and stuff. Uh, they drive off into the sunset as the credits roll, and that's the end of the film. Beautiful. It's all over. At last, our waters are free of danger. The shark that terrorized our town has finally been destroyed. And here we are on the spot with the story. As folks, this is Bob Martin on the scene with our local hero, Peter Benton, who made it all possible. Let's get a little closer and have a few words with him. Ah, here he comes. Mr. Benton, would you say a few words for our TV audience, please? (laughs) How does it feel to be a hero? Mr. Benton, please, you've got to say something. Please. So what did you think to this film, Ken? You like it, did you? Uh, not really, no. No, it was um, it was overly long, wasn't it? Like Considering it's only Vic an hour Vic Morrow's and dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly like that. That was what was on the poster of Ken B. Wilder's review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three stars. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> there was a lot of it that seemed unnecessary, and uh, the shark was shit, totally bloody awful. The stock footage was far better, and uh, no, just rubbish. This really has a mixed bag of reviews, you know. I was looking at IMDb, <laughs> some people love this film. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm not sure why, but um, I'm pleased I watched it. Yeah? Yeah, just so I, I like Jaws more. <laughs> Do you have a favourite character? Um, Ron. Yeah. Ron and his total ineptitude at doing the job he's done for 25 years. <laughs> Instantly incapacitated. <laughs> and we're doing this for 25 years. So we haven't seen a shark for 30 years. You better believe it. <laughs> because as soon as there is one, he's dead. <laughs> Yeah, rubbish. Would you recommend this for the the, the viewers to go and? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, there's worse bloody shark films, oh, yeah. isn't there? There's a lot worse. I think that's the saving grace of this: is if you're going to watch a Jaws rip off, there's a far worse than this out there. 
Well, there's bloody sharks everywhere these days, isn't there? Sand sharks, land sharks, avalanche sharks, bloody snow sharks. In the cornfields. Yeah, sharks of the corn. I watched that recently. The bloody hell's going on with sharks. Anyway, yeah, at least this is just, it's just copying Jaws, isn't it? There you go. There you go. I don't know if that's a recommendation. <laughs> it's on YouTube anyway, so if you want to go and have a view of it, by all means, search I'd, it. I think you should. It's an hour and a half, you know. Have a few drinks, get yourself involved, get a few friends around, and uh, watch your jaws rip off. Buy massive amounts of meat. <laughs> get yourself a shotgun. Yeah, get 20 pounds of ribs from a horse or something, I don't know. From a whore. <laughs> <laughs> find yourself a shark hunter with a 30 foot penis you can have a fucking great time <laughs> that's a night in isn't it <laughs> <laughs> anyway the film pitch <laughs> it's alive it's alive it's alive so what are we doing just ripping off jaws are we literally yeah 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 we are yeah what's the name what have you got what did you write down I didn't even write that third one down. I don't, we had we had two, I wrote Captain Leatherface, uh, Shark Envy, and uh, I didn't write the other one down, so I can't remember it. Captain Leatherface, then I guess we have Captain Leatherface, and it can be uh, Leatherface against the shark. Leatherface versus Jaws. Yeah, and he has got a chainsaw, floating chainsaw. Yeah, I like a little radio control thing. It's got a little life jacket on. It does, yeah. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> <laughs> when you're propelling a chainsaw across the ocean. So, Leatherface, I'm thinking... Can we have Captain Captain, um, Captain Carl Leathers? Yes. <laughs> Can he come back? <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking Leatherface is the classic look of Leatherface just with a captain's hat on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, still got the like the leather apron yeah. and everything, yeah. Yeah, dirty like shirt and whatnot. Yeah. Um, classic Gunnar Hansen looking leather face, but just with a like an admiral's with a sailor's hat. <laughs> yeah, like Popeye's hat. Carl Leathers, of course, is a, another captain. Well, he could be the the chief, can't he? Yeah, be the chief back on the island. He, yeah, he's like the chief Brody character. Yeah, he yeah. is perfect. Yeah, I've got him in straight in. I don't know why. I don't know why every time we do this, I always write down Carl Weather. It's like, like, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed he'd be in it. <laughs> I look how surprised you were that we cast Carl Weathers as the actual chief when he's the chief in every fucking pitch. <laughs> yeah, could we have him as the chief? Of course we could, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing it for be a re- year and a half. <laughs> fucking is the chief in everything. Even when there isn't a chief, he's the chief. Yeah, he's in. Chief. <laughs> I've even written the fucking word chief. We've got not only have we got um surfers going missing and whatnot, we've also got chainsawed bodies turning up. <laughs> oh right, so he, so he's not a hundred percent hero, Captain Leatherface. He's also a murderer. Yeah, he's tucked to the seas now. He's had enough of the deep south. <laughs> it's the obvious uh, step, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's close, From isn't it? Texas, Texas to Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well he heard uh, tales. Yeah, tales of Ron and Pete. <laughs> yeah, 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 and um, and he's suffering from shark envy. Yes, that's the name of his boat. Yeah, it's called that. Yeah, nice. Uh, you have some some kids, I guess, some surfers. You know, some fodder for the shark and uh, for <laughs> yep. Leatherface. Yeah, some I don't know. You don't really need to cast these. Just you know, whoever's the the Ooh, teenage the, the hot property. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know them anyway. So yeah, I, I definitely can't cast these. No, I don't know any kids 
Me neither. <laughs> but they're there anyway. Yeah, there's definitely about seven of them. Yeah. So I think could... three three couples and one who uh, has got a romantic interest in one of the others, but uh, is in friend zone. Yeah. Add a little bit of, uh, you know, spice to the proceedings. Yeah. Um, we obviously got Fine and Dandy, the... the <laughs> the, the deputies the of the de- island. The deputies have been tasked with uh, working out what the fuck's going on because we've got <laughs> shark attacks and a serial killer on out in the sea. Do we know it's a separate thing, or do we assume it is in fact just shark attacks? You ass- you think it's a shark with a chainsaw? <laughs> yeah, it's my go-to theory. To You've read about it in your magazine that you subscribe to. Yeah, dangerous. Sharks monthly. Yes, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> we go to a marine biologist for help. Yeah, go on. Who we got? I'm thinking Danny Trejo. As <laughs> a marine biologist. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I can't abide by it. <laughs> I can't stomach that. Danny Trejo is. Um, he's definitely in it. He's though. a bounty hunter. Yes. He's hunting for uh, Captain Leatherface. He thinks that he, he naturally assumes that Leatherface is, is, is laying low after the shit fest that was the 2022 film and That's has bought because, a boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, he went through Mexico, Leatherface, yeah. from Texas, went straight through Mexico. Is he wearing da- a poncho? Danny Trejo got, got wind of him. Yeah. And uh, he's been tracking him ever since. And the house that he, you know, that he, he got to at the end of the the film. Yeah, the old house has got like a boat shaped hole out of it. So he's obviously made <laughs> the boat out of the house. <laughs> I thought you meant he'd driven a boat through the house. <laughs> and that's what made the the no, shape. He, he, could, <laughs> he, he built could. one inside, and then thought, "Shit, I'm going to get this out there." <laughs> yeah, in the middle of fucking Texas, <laughs> just drove through it because it's on wheels. Yeah. So he plays. Um, he plays bounty hunter Howdy Rump Roast. <laughs> right, Trey Joe's in. Yep. Uh, we've also got a marine biologist, as I said, anyway, going back to it. Could this be a female character? It could be. She's got to be on the boat a lot with me and you, though. So it's got to be someone that you have, that doesn't have a restraining order against you. Oh, shit. Uh, I was going to say Denise Richards, but she has. Yeah, after so. the Valentine pitch, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just thinking of yeah. I'm, uh, nah. My next one was Sam Hayek, but obviously no, that definitely one not. Yeah, <laughs> same pitch. <laughs> Danielle Harris. Yeah, yeah, she's forgiven me. Oh yeah, true Halloween pitch. No, oh. uh, not Danielle Harris. Um, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> No, ultimate weapon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Demi Moore? Jada Pinkett Smith. You're fucking joking, aren't you? I'm having Will Smith hanging around the fucking set. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It'll be busy. He'd be doing other stuff, wouldn't he? No, he'll be slapping the shit out of you. <laughs> I can't be doing without. Demi Moore? Yeah. Okay, she's in. She plays marine biologist Lipstick Dynamite. <laughs> nice. 
Lipstick Dynamite should be like the name of a, a female punk band. It should, yeah. If any of you out there looking for a name. <laughs> yeah, if, if that's our listener uh, demographic there. Yeah, female you know, the punk female, bands. Female punk bands up and coming. Yeah. Yeah, Lipstick Dynamite. If not, uh, if not your actual band name, certainly an album title. Yeah. You can uh, give us a credit in the in the album notes. Thank you. And then we also, obviously, we're going to have to rope in a salty old sea dog. Knows the sea, knows sharks. We've got the, the bounty hunter. We've got him with us for Leatherface. We've got the um, marine biologist. Mm-hmm. But we need someone that can capture the shark. Morgan Freeman. Yes. It's Sharks about, in the water. <laughs> about time we got Morgan involved. Morgan Freeman plays expert, legendary shark hunter, Gaylord Funk. <laughs> he certainly does. Does he have his own uh, theme music? Yeah. I'd like him to. Somebody call my mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've called in a third party from from uh, out of town. He's like, yeah, and he's just the door opens and it's like uh, a silhouette. Yeah, has he got a big hat on? Who? Morgan Freeman, Gaylord Funk. Yeah, yeah. Has he got, got like a big, a big feather sticking? Is it out like out? Macho Man Randy Savage's uh, cowboy hat? Yeah, he's got a big feather sticking out of it. Yeah, how big? Thirty-five foot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big fucking feather. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that come You've from? You've got to replace Vic Morrow's dick. <laughs> Can't. Which bird's got that? Demi Moore. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, the albatross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You could ask him that on the boat, you know, one of those scenes where we're all like... Uh, oh, yeah, just a little chat scene. Yeah, you know, yeah. like in, uh, when Quint and... Um, yeah, where we just all have a chat, get to know each other. And they all start laughing. You're just like, where'd you get that fucking feather from? And he just says, the albatross. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, they are big, aren't they? <laughs> Not really, he says. <laughs> looks away from you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just dangling in the water, the end of the feather. <laughs> Just through the ceiling, <laughs> through the deck above, out the out the out the the peephole portal. That's it, not the peephole. You've got that in Demi Moore's fucking bedroom <laughs> and the glory hole. <laughs> she keeps sticking her dick through. <laughs> it's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Yes, yeah, so obviously the the opening scene is a um is a, a woman going for a, a skinny dip with her lover. Mm-hmm. As they're frolicking, you know, maybe maybe she gets her tits out, you know. <laughs> I think she certainly does. For her, she's you know, skinny dipping, of course she would. For the for the lads, you know, a bit of blue for the dads. <laughs> and as this is happening, we see the what what kind of we need some music for the shark, Ken. You got a little tune you'd like to hum for me that you think would be good for a shark? Somebody come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh no, we've already got him. Um... Final countdown. Maybe just the opening bars of the final countdown. <laughs> Every time the sharks. Yeah. Diddle <laughs> Yeah. There we go. We've got it. And just, just that again and again. Yeah, just constantly. Like, you know, but it speeds up like in Jaws. Diddle <laughs> 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 
What do you think? Uh, yeah, it's very, very uh, it's tense. haunting. It's very tense, isn't it? <laughs> That's atmospheric. <laughs> yeah, POV under the water. The, the, the lad gets dragged under. And uh, she's she's swimming away, um, getting away from it. The obviously final countdown's playing, speeding up, um, and she makes it onto the the docks. It's obviously late night. They've broken into the docks to go skinny dipping or whatever. She gets onto the pier, then sees him screaming out for her. So she tries to grab him and lift him up. And as she does, he's been bitten in half by the shark. Oh Jesus! So she drops him back in the water. Quite right. And then hears footsteps on the the dock. And looks looks round, and it's Leather Captain Leatherface. Oh shit! He's on what the a terrible day. He's on the edge of the dock, and uh, you know you got the lights all like going like all down the the, the docking bit, mm-hmm. and uh, he starts smashing them as he gets closer to her. Nice. And then you hear the chainsaw, and then the credits, the opening credits. What's the name of the film again? I can't remember. No, oh, it's Leatherface versus Jaws, isn't it? Leatherface versus Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so you get the, the credits and, you know. Can we have um, the Leatherface bit chainsawed onto the uh, the screen, the credits? Yeah, yeah. Stylized. Yeah, uh, versus, I think it's just like a, like a rubber stamp versus, and then have Jaws. Are we allowed the same font as yeah. the you know film I th- Jaws? I think, I think yeah, because it's, 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 like, it's like Freddy versus Jason, isn't it, what we're, what yeah. we're doing it? So maybe we can just have the Jaws music playing as it's you attacking think? underneath. Yeah, because it's like a crossover, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll speak to uh, Stephen and see uh, see if we can get uh, his okay. Yeah. John will be on board if Stephen is here. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah, but we have Leatherface, that's carved in. And then we have the Jaws, same font. Yeah. Yeah. As the as the original, this is going to be our biggest, highest budget film ever. Well, we've done twenty of these, so <laughs> over twenty. So it's about time we we had a bit of fucking budget. So you think the budget's now matching our Ambitions. previous, yeah, our <laughs> our previous works? Yes. Well, who could deny some of the quality there? <laughs> After Christmas for R two, that's uh, it's really shot us through the roof with the budgets. Well, you're going to thank Nicolas Cage for that. I do every night in my prayers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the opening scene. Obviously, it cuts to Carl Weathers. We find the corpse of the woman strung up. Oh, right. So is he at the scene? He's at the scene. All oh, right. Okay. I was going to have, can we have him like just slamming his fist down on his desk and shouting straight away? He, not, not if he's at the scene, unless no. he's brought his desk. <laughs> we we brought his desk. He talks to the coroner. He says a uh, chainsaw attack, um, but the other one was a shark attack. And uh, he slowly removes so his sunglasses. He has glasses sl- on underneath. Normal ones, yeah, or more sunglasses. Just the same, but smaller sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he slams his fists on the uh, the the water's surface, and says, "Get me fine and dandy." Cut to you. Playing the final countdown on your keyboard. Yeah. That's what I like to do. <laughs> yeah, in but, your spare time. Yeah. Are we, oh, no, we're on suspension. We're suspension? Oh, sorry, yes. We're, we're on suspension. Yeah. For something. Yeah. I don't know. We will think of what it was, but yeah, we're on suspension, me and you. So I'm playing the keyboard. I've got my headphones on so as not to disturb you because you're doing something else. Well, we live together. Yeah, we're, we're both on suspension. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're we're together at this moment. I'm uh, 
Now you're playing the keyboards and I'm dancing to you playing the keyboards <laughs> <laughs> right in front of you. Yeah. The old sidestep. And um I'd, I'd, I'd like us I'd like us to be wearing the uh, Rocky and Apollo Creed vest and shorts combo. You'll play the keyboard in boxing gloves. <laughs> when they're running up the beach. Yeah. yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, we're both wearing those. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the... It's uh, a great introduction to the characters, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, these two back again. <laughs> We've missed them. I think uh, in American cinemas, there would probably be a round of applause when we appear like that. Yeah. I think so. Um, I think it happens. I've seen clips. I think American audiences applaud films. Yeah, and then one of the uh, one of the other cops that uh, they turn up wet behind the ears, young rookie. He's yeah. heard of us. You know, we've we solved dwarf Michael Myers. We damn right did. We solved the uh, the Christmas Ferratu case. <laughs> <laughs> we helped out ninety year old Lone Wolf McQuaid get his family back. You know, we're legends. Yeah, we've, we've done a lot. And now we're at a small coastal town. <laughs> On suspension. <laughs> On suspension with Carl Weathers, who also got suspended for letting us do whatever it was <laughs> do that those, we did. Do those previous three cases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's on suspension for threatening to rape his staff members. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 tasked we get we get brought to Carl Weathers' office. It's it's like a beach hut on the <laughs> <laughs> Deck chairs instead of normal <laughs> chairs. <laughs> He's got a knotted hanky on his head. Yeah. yeah. And a string vest. <laughs> Bermuda shorts. But a cowboy hat with a sheriff's badge on it. Damn right. Yeah, he brings us in. He says, uh, usual case for you. Chainsaw slash shark attack. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, survivors. No clues. Get it sorted within a week. Or I'll rape you both. <laughs> to kingdom come. And we say, okay, then. Yeah. Well, what else would you say? You don't yeah. say no to that. And he says, and for God's sake, put some clothes on. Because <laughs> we're, uh, we're still in our tiny shorts in a deck chair. <laughs> Can't be a great view. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've rocked up. Yeah. So we get we get changed into our um, tropical police uniform. <laughs> like Magnum PI. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got the the jackets with the rolled up sleeves like Miami Vice. Yeah. Oh wow, we look, look cool in this film. Yeah, and a jeep, red jeep like they have in Leprechaun at the yeah. beginning there. Bright red. Yeah. I like this. I like I like our style in this one. <laughs> Just eighties style, <laughs> sock. Uh, you know, tr- uh, suits with no socks and you know, like penny loafers. <laughs> Yeah, I think we look good. Shirt, like not shirts, but like round neck t shirts under the suits. You know, we are. Oh man, we are sex symbols in this film. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've come a long way from just the standard cop uniforms. Yeah, just the rookies. Yeah, and the matching Max when we were detectives <laughs> at once. <laughs> that one time when we failed miserably to stop a vampire at Christmas. <laughs> well, you know, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> it's a difficult time, Christmas. <laughs> We get another death. Um, as we're on the beach, we're talking to the... Uh, sorry, we're at the docks and we're talking to, you know, did anyone break in any signs of... And we, we, They've got footage of uh, the kids breaking, uh, climbing the fence and, and getting in the place, but uh, no, nothing else. And as that happens, um, a, a boat uh, just sails into the harbour, looks unmanned. What? Yeah. An unmanned ship? Yeah. 
This can only mean one thing. Vic Morrow's having a shit in it. <laughs> Vic Morrow's fallen unconscious again. <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's no to be, sign. To be honest, it could mean many things. I don't know why I said it could only mean one thing. Yeah, there's loads of different scenarios. Yeah, no sign of uh, of life on the ship. Um, there's a big um, bite taken out of the underside of it, though. This can only mean one thing. (laughs) (laughs) Or other things, perhaps. Floating chainsaw. (laughs) One thing's for sure. And uh, uh, obviously, we're going to have to have a fight scene between Jaws and Leatherface at some point. Yeah, that's that's the end, isn't it? We can do it now. We can't have it in the bloody beginning. No. 30 minutes in. No. Uh, they need to sort of cross paths before that, though, as well, though, don't they? Like, he, Ch- Leatherface goes for a kill and Jaws beats it's, him yeah, to it. Yeah, it's the um, Leatherface does kill, but then Jaws takes away the corpse, so yeah. he hasn't got his trophy. Yeah. That's the thing. You can't peel the face. There'll be a scene where the woman wakes up on a boat and it's Leatherface. He chases her around his boat and she's trying to get away. And uh, as she's trying to get away, Jaws jumps out of the water and... Yeah, yeah, like and to, that. To, does that. And Leatherface is left just swinging his chainsaw about in frustration. Yeah, his little chainsaw dance. Yeah. yeah. He's obviously got one of his family members with him that steers the boat for him because, you know, he needs his first mate, doesn't he? First mate. Is it Grandpa? No. It's... <laughs> no, he's fucking used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Bill Mosley's character, whatever the fuck it was he's called. Bricktop? No. <laughs> Choptop. Chopped off, that's him. Bricked off. <laughs> Snatch. <laughs> Fat, you know, we'll have a face. Yeah. You're an ugly looking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all he said. No, thank you, love a face. I'm sweet enough. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Snatch. <laughs> Good film. That was also a name of one of your films, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, different film. Yeah. Different yeah, film, yeah. Di- uh, same director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the first mate, anyway, is Chopped Up. So there you go. Um, what? <laughs> what happened? First mate, Chopped Up. He's got a little like... Oh, um, Chopped Up. Sorry, I thought you said the first mate's Chopped Up. No, like, no, what, no. When did that happen? No, no. <laughs> chopped Up. Bill Mosley's coming back. He's is, reprising is he back? the character. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and uh, you know, eventually, I think Fine and Dandy will will kill Chop Top anyway. Yeah, not again, not straight away. No, no, <laughs> at the end of the film. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what do you, what do you reckon? What do you reckon so far, Kim? Was there anything you'd like to add to it? Is there anything you're not happy with? No, I, I think this is going hundred uh, percent according to plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's by the book. It's a very very simple plot. Um, you've got a an established um, horror legend and you've also got a an established horror legend yeah and they're both killing people and oh, I thought you meant us <laughs> and you've got us uh you've got uh music from the final countdown from europe and uh gaylord funk oh yes that's everything we ever needed because because of the boat and the shark teeth we 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 you know we need a marine biologist that's what we need someone that can Come out with he's, us. He's not the marine biologist. No, 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 but I'm, I'm getting to it. We need a marine biologist that when we go onto the... Because we, we rent um, one of the boats from the uh, the last boat in the shop, as it's known. 
Is it? No. It's good. <laughs> What's known? Surely the only thing that's known by that is if it's the last boat in the shop. No, it it's isn't. a very known. literal meaning. This is, uh, we get the last boat available to us that we can rent. Uh-huh. Yep, yeah, it's called the Velveteen Beret. Oh, yes. And we need a marine biologist with us. This is when Danny Trejo comes into town as well. He's sort of asking around and he, rec- he says that he's been tracking Leatherface and he believes that he's now a sea captain. <laughs> <laughs> I've been tracking him from Mexico. <laughs> And I and I believe he's now the captain of a ship called Shark Envy. Yeah, <laughs> with his first mate, who's his brother, and they're killing women at local seaside towns. Classic. What was his name again? Howdy Rump Roast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he says, Howdy Rump Roast at your service. Yeah, gives him a card. Yeah. And some meat. I said, okay, rump roast. Listen here, rump roast. <laughs> you just stay out of my way. It's Carl Weathers. Yeah. He ends up tagging along. We take him with us anyway. We yeah. Think. Or you come along with us. Yeah. Stay out of my way or you come along. It's up to you, rump roast. But don't you waste my time. It's not an impression of Carl Weathers. I'm just doing dialogue. Yes. And uh, so we got Rump Roast. We meet him in a bar. He starts talking to us about Leatherface. Like, you don't have any idea how to catch this guy. Can um, can there be a bar brawl where Rump Roast establishes his credentials for us? Yes. Yeah, good. Thanks. Bar brawl in a family seaside (laughs) summer town. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just, you know, playing pool. There's always something going on, isn't there? Yeah. People playing pool. Uh, this is uh, this. And there are strangers in there. Obviously, can, can everyone... the pub be called the Salty Seaman? <laughs> it certainly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's that's the it's the biker bar in the small idyllic town of <laughs> Seaman Cove. The Salty Seaman. <laughs> that should be the boat name. <laughs> the Salty Seaman. Yeah. Which one? Our boat that we are. <laughs> I thought you just called it the Velveteen Beret. Prefer the salty seaman for the boat. So the salty seaman's the boat. The velveteen beret is the bar. Yes, owned by a Frenchman. (laughs) Le Grand Fromage. Yeah. Or Duc L'Orange. Vincent Cassell (laughs) can be the the bar owner. Wow. What a wasted opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. No, it's just a a French-themed bar for some reason at the Seaman's Cove. And, yeah, it gets into a fight for... Fucking some reason, I don't know why. They don't like Mexicans around there because they're all posh upper class. <laughs> yeah, they're all like uh, sailors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like you know, like the 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 bar in the old Greg episode of the Mighty Boosh. Yes, they're like that. Okay, excellent. And he beats up a load of old sailors, and then we think he's the man to take it down Leatherface with us. So it's it's me, you, young wet behind the ears rookie that came to pick us up. Who was that? That. I've got his name right here. Do we have a name for him? Yeah. His name was Dan Smooth. Oh, who play, who's playing Dan Smooth? Uh, Clinton Howard. <laughs> That's a young <laughs> behind the ears rookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'd buy him as a character called Dan Smooth. <laughs> exactly. 
What do you mean exactly? <laughs> oh, is that not that? Sorry. What's your point? Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, Dan. <laughs> I've said, so, well, is he going to change his character name and not change Clint Howard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're sticking with Clint Howard. Okay, so uh, what about um, uh, Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> yeah, he's in. Dan Smooth. Yeah. Sorry, Clint. You can be the boatmaster. It gives us the salty seamen, so to speak. <laughs> if you ever want salty seamen, Clint Howard's the man to go to. <laughs> it's what Ron told us anyway. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. We go and see Demi Moore. We tell her about the shark. She says she's already been studying this shark. She's still cross-eyed. What? She got cross-eyed, didn't she? Who? Demi Moore. Has she got an eye that's like going in the middle? She's got three eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I forget it. Yeah, so Demi Moore tags along. She's got some specimens, some samples. <laughs> she certainly has. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't even know what that means in a sexual way. <laughs> sample sounds more like... <laughs> Specimen. She's brought stool samples. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she always does that. It's, it's good, it's, though, because we had nowhere else to sit, so <laughs> I'm glad she has. Um, yeah, so she, she tags along with us. She can help us uh, understand the shark, get at its psyche. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a marine psychologist. That's it, yeah. Not a marine biologist. Yes, We've that's hired it. the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> It's a totally different job. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we've had the wrong fucking per- That's brilliant. Yep, that's exactly what we've done. I like it. God damn it. Like, it's attacking the bow at one point. She's like, I sense the shark is angry. <laughs> um, yeah, as we're getting ready to head out, fingernails on the chalkboard. Oh, no. And we're doing the plant and we're telling the, the locals about it and obviously the mayor as well, who is not shut in. The, the docks, because he's got the local, um, what's Re- it, what is it? Just remote controlled boat tournament. The remote controlled boat jamboree <laughs> and chili cook-off. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's an annual event and uh, the uh, we get tourists coming in from miles around. Yeah. Well, there's no peril there if it's remote controlled boats, is there? No peril to life because everyone's on the fucking. <laughs> so it can't be that. No, but you have to be in the water. What? <laughs> you have to be on a real boat. Maybe those, you know, those things where you're on the logs, two people, and you've got to try and knock each other off. <laughs> the fuck's that? You know, in Ace Ventura, they do it. But the log rolling tournament. Yes, the log rolling. Log rolling sounds like you're having a shit as well. Log rolling and chilly jamboree. Cook off jamboree. At the Seaman's Cave. What do you reckon? Cove. Whatever. Yeah, so the, yeah, it's the it's the log what's it? Log rolling. I just made that up. I don't know if that's what it's called. The log rolling and chili cook off jamboree. And he's not cancelling it. It's too much riding on it. This has been six <laughs> months worth of prep. This is summer dollars, people. Summer dollars. A million dollars has gone into this. <laughs> Already, <laughs> he's up for re-election. The signs um, up. Yeah, he's he's put like national post. Like he's, he's put it put it out there. The publicity's gone wild for this. He's got a celebrity chef in. Who is he's it to come and judge? Ainsley Harriet. <laughs> Give your meat a good old rub. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> Does he? Who's <laughs> he said that to you? <laughs> it was on webcam, was it? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I had a missed call. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong number. <laughs> Left it. Yeah, voicemail. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, you know, he's got a lot riding on this. This is the mayor. <laughs> I think it was him, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we assumed it was Ainsley Harriet. I usually do. Who can play the mayor? Um, Clint? Clint yeah, Howard. Clint Howard. Go on, bring him back in. Yeah. As Mayor Peabody. Pubert Peabody. <laughs> Clint. I thought Clinton. Clinton <laughs> Howard. That's when he's... Uh, uh, like it's when his mom tells him. So he's at weddings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he's not closing the the docks for no shit. Ainsley Harriet's fucking in town for God's sake. And <laughs> he's, turn on his, Ang- he's on his way. He'll be there any minute. You don't turn Ainsley Harriet away. Ainsley Harriet actually gets killed by Leatherface. How about that? Fucking hell. for a set piece. I think he'll really enjoy this as well, Ainsley. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> really enjoy being chainsawed to death. <laughs> I think he will. Yeah, on on screen. How's he, how does that happen? Is he, is he judging the chilies and he gets to and Leatherface is there with a chef's hat on? Yeah, nobody knows. It's, it's made from human meat. Oh, yeah, that was the whole point, wasn't it? The soya chili. Yeah, it was made of human meat. And how does he kill him? Does he does he stuff his face into the into the chili? He does, yeah. But then he uh, chainsaws him. You can't drown him in chili. That's not that's not good death, is it? No. But he can uh, like cough and splutter in the chili. And then he pulls him. He pulls his head back out, and uh, chainsaws his head clean off. Maybe he can just and it, smashes and it flies away. Oh, still, I like it. Still wearing his chef's hat. Yeah, and it's eaten by a shark. And then Leatherface massacres like the jamboree, like the people, yeah. just chainsawing everybody. And the shark is circling the pier, pick, well, picking off <clears> the corpses. Well, we're out hunting the shark. That's why we're not there. Me, yeah. me, you. Uh, Lipstick Dynamite, which is Demi Moore's character, and um, Howdy Rump Roast. What about Gaylord Funk? He's gone strictly solo. He says he's going to catch there it on his own. Us, yeah. Is Dan Smooth with us? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Dan Smooth's with us. <clears throat> no, Gaylord Funk's got to be with us as well, hasn't he? As I say, the, the, the thing's on the, the chalkboard, and he gives us a little speech, maybe similar to the Disneyland one that we said earlier mm-hmm. in... Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you can't reason with a shark. You you can't you can't take a shark out to dinner. Tell it all it wants to hear. Take it back to your place. <laughs> Whisper sweet nothings into its fins. Yeah, you can't just finger its gills and expect it to give out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, now you're getting into yeah, it, Ken. Yeah, yes. yeah, I like it now. I'd love all Morgan Freeman's voice doing all this. <laughs> and I know you want it to. And he points to you. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> so the only way to capture the shark is the old-fashioned way. Shotguns and meat. <laughs> so yeah, we're out, we're out there. Shotguns, meat. Gaylord Funk. Howdy Rump Roast. Lipstick Dynamite. And Dan Smooth. Dan Smooth. And then obviously... Huey, Huey Dandy, Johnny Fine. All aboard the Salty Seaman. <laughs> yeah. Carl Weathers is at the Jamboree when Leatherface is going crazy and sort of like runs him off, starts shooting at him, gives pursuit. Yeah, well, Ainsley Harriet literally lost his head. I'd like a scene where Leatherface is just like pummeling, like grabbing a guy by the head and just smashing his face into the 
the picnic table with all the chili on it nice. until it's sort of obliterated his face. You know, nice practical effects. We'll get Olaf back in to do the effects. Yes, I'd also like that scene. Yeah. Yes. Olaf Ittenbach's doing all the effects for us on this. Oh, yes. It's going to be great. He chases um, Leatherface back onto his boat, gets a, a chainsaw to the leg for his troubles, cut across the thigh there. Messages are saying Leatherface is on his way. And he's trying to kill. He's trying to hop aboard him and first mate bricked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chopped up, chopped up, chopped up, and leather face. Off they go. Dan Smooth <laughs> gets killed by Jaws. Bloody hell! As Leatherface is trying to climb aboard us, he. Uh, Where is he trying to board the salty seaman? Yeah. All right. There's a you know instead of an anchor to it's the less chainsaw flies over with a rope a, a chain attached to it. Digs into the... Cuts through the... Yes, yes, very good. And starts climbing aboard. Dan Smooth attacks. Chopped up, throws him into the water. He tries to get up. Jaws attacks. Um, Fine and Dandy end up uh, managing to um, knock Chopped Top into the water. Another face sees that Jaws kills Chopped Top. Oh, man. So he's got a vendetta. Yes, exactly. That's what riles him up. Uh, we set fire to in the in melee of escaping Leatherface, the salty seaman. Set fire to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, the salty seaman <laughs> gets set on fire, and we manage to jump onto Shark Envy and sail away with leaving Leatherface on the boat, burning, and he's doing his chainsaw dance shit again. Maybe. Are we, are we all above Shark and Envy? Are we all aboard that? I think so, unless you want one of us to die. Do you oh, want no, Dan Smooth's died. Mm-hmm. So what? So the rest of us, five of us. Yeah. We all survived this. Who survived? Me, you, Demi Moore. Uh, Howdy Rumproast and Gaylord Funk. Howdy Rumproast, yeah. Forgot about him. What about Gaylord Funk? Maybe how, maybe Howdy Rumproast cops it as well, trying to... But he's, he's against Leatherface, so yeah. he can stay. He stays on the burning ship, the Salty Seaman. Yeah, for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> for a showdown against Leatherface. Yeah. Whereas... Um, Gaylord Funk comes with us because he's all shark based. Yeah. So how do Rump Roast and Leatherface have a bit of a? Well, we we want to um to stay and help uh, Howdy Rump Roast, but Gaylord Funk sells us away, so we've got to keep up with the shark. That's what we're we're here yeah, for. That's right. Yeah. So you know he's 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 like he's like Captain Ahab. He's just obsessed with the shark. Yeah. And, and we, we just shout Rump Roast. Yeah. Into the into the night sky. Yes, <laughs> and uh, he there's a showdown, a fight between Leatherface and Danny Trejo on a oh, burning boat. Fucking brilliant set piece. Lots of like kicking it, and then he flies through like burning wooden beams, smashes through them. You know, a pretty yeah, cool fight this would be. Yeah, I like the sound of this. And they end up both going down on each other. <laughs> 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 they, they end up both Bloody going. Hell, that escalated. <laughs> <isn't it>? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, they realise that they they love each other. <laughs> they're more alike than they thought. <laughs> they end up going down with the ship, and we think that they've both been killed. Can um, Howdy Rump Roast pull a machete at some point? A little Obviously. nod to Danny Trader. He's not only got one machete, Ken. <laughs> he's got three of them. Wow. Where's he kept them? On his back. Oh, very good. Makes sense. Two in his hands, one on his ponytail that he oh, swings yes. around. Oh, yeah, I like that. It's dangerous, isn't it? Very much so. 
But, you know, who knows what he's doing. For a 60-year-old man. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're doing. We corner the shark anyway and... um, (laughs) Corner him in the fucking ocean. (laughs) No, no, he swims into... um, do we corner the shark? What do, what do, what do we do I'm next? Sure, we can corner shark. So how, so, how do we? How do we then? The shark has to come at us, right? That's the only way you can do it. Okay. Otherwise, the shark will just fuck off. We'll never see, <laughs> never see is, it again. Is this what Morgan Freeman's telling us? <laughs> he knows his shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is his improvised dialogue. Yeah, all right, yeah. Morgan. If it doesn't attack us, it'll just fuck off, and we'll never see it again. That'll be the end of that. <laughs> yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's Gaylord Funk. You don't mess about. The shark gets attracted by all the dead bodies that are in the water now from the blood. That's what moved him away from us anyway, because it could smell the blood that's in the water in the cove from when Leatherface butchered the whole fucking town. <laughs> Does Clinton Howard die? Is he dead? Yes. Oh, no. Well, no, he still doesn't think anything's wrong. <laughs> oh, he's the, being killed. The, the jamboree is, is still going ahead, <laughs> as planned. No, yeah, he does die in that scene. So the shark's swimming back to the cove. Leatherface knows that as well. Um, and then it's us um, trying to blow the shark up, I guess. Um, and there's got to be some showdown with Leatherface and Jaws now. That's the thing, though. Yeah, well, um, Jaws sinks us. Yeah. yeah, so we're 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 slowly anyone, anyone slowly, slowly sinking. I th- I think Gaylord Funk takes it. Yeah, does oh. he harpoon the shark and gets his <clears throat> his leg caught in the? Yeah, and that accidentally attaches himself to the shark. Yeah, yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. and as as we're sinking and uh, it's looking grim, Leatherface on his burning raft turns up with a chainsaw and attacks the shark. Danny Trejo's head in his hands to yeah. lure the shark to him yeah. with the blood. Just just there dripping the blood in the in the water. Or he lifts Danny Trejo up who's sort of like near death bleeding and just chainsaws his head off and I then think lets he, the blood. I think he chainsaws his bottom half off so he can see the uh the tattoo. Right. The, the chest tattoo. And bleeds into the water. Yeah. The shark's is like huh? doesn't, then, doesn't make that noise. And then is it like um in Zombie Two where we have like a stuntman as Leatherface against a shark. No. CGI. He's, he's not in the water, Leatherface. Right. You don't get a chainsaw that works underwater. Right. Oh, shit, you're right. That's what about it. if it's in some sort of um, airbag? <laughs> <laughs> what about then? <laughs> so just be attacking a shark with an inflatable. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's not going to hurt it, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're soon, right. As soon as it hits it, that air bounces off. burst and it's yeah. just broken. So, does the shark come onto the boat, jumps on the boat? Yeah, with its little legs <laughs> <laughs> and says, put him up. <laughs> jumps on the boat, smashes like the front of the boat, Leatherface yeah. slides towards him, yeah. catches his feet on either side of the jaws, his mouth. Do, yeah, does the quint uh, scared bit, does the kick in. Uh, plunges the chainsaw into the shark's eye. Nice. That goes in. Yeah, shark doesn't like that. Roars, shouts, ow, like that. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. No, doesn't say that either. Um, I know what we're doing. We're just watching. We're just watching on the fucking side. <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we, we're slowly sinking. Yeah. We're, we're like swimming to shore, me, you, Demi Moore, and um, who's left? That's it. Me and Demi Moore? Yeah. Fucking hell, you're right, yeah. Yeah, everyone else is gone. Yeah. 
And uh, does does uh, Jaws end up eating Leatherface? Uh, we don't know. Why? Because <laughs> we swim off. No, not us. I mean the audience. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't know either. Oh, f- what happens? Uh, they just follow our journey back to shore, and we leave. There's that. a fight between Leatherface <laughs> and a shark, and they're watching us fucking swim back to the fucking <laughs> in our suits. Executive producer. <laughs> There's got to be a winner out of those two, hasn't there? Because then the winner has to come for us, and then we triumph over the the winner. Oh, okay. It's got to be Jaws, then. Jaws eats Leatherface. Yeah. Bites his leg off. Yeah. Or his arm, with it's got All the chainsaw. Him. All of him. Swallows him whole. So it swallows Leatherface whole, then comes for us. Yes, yeah, so this is it. This is the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the shark chases after us. We end up killing the shark. Maybe it knocks Demi more unconscious. With its, with its, <laughs> with the boxing glove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's heading for Demi Moore, and then we we save Demi Moore. Carl Weathers turns up. No, he saves Demi Moore whilst we attract the shark away. And he's got a boxing glove. He's got the Apollo Creed boxing. Yeah, he glove. has. Yeah, just like knockout punch. Yeah, as it jumps to ding, eat Demi ding, Moore, is what he says. He says, "Ding ding." Carl Weathers appears and punches the shark in midair. Yeah, and then we lead it away and end up. Shotgun and meeting it to death. <laughs> I'm swinging meat on a hook. Yeah, yeah. And then we cut to um, like a ceremony where we're being thanked. Me, you, Carl Weathers, and Clint Howard's there. He didn't die. He's oh, given us the, the key to the. He, he gives have we, us. Have we got the shark hung up by its tail? Yes, we do. Brilliant. Yeah. This is a great ending. Yeah, it's hung up by its tail behind us, and we're accepting the the key to Seaman Cove, which is what every <laughs> boy dreams of as a as a young police officer. Yes, indeed. And as we we receive that, we hear a rumbling. Oh my goodness! What could this be? And then blood sprays out into the crowd. Everyone's wearing white because it's Labor Day. I don't know. Whatever America. Yeah, probably. Blood covers everyone, including us, and a chainsaw cuts the shark in half from within, and Leatherface jumps out, covered in blood, chainsaw wielding, fades to black. What a great fucking ending that would be. That would be fucking good, wouldn't it? That would be brilliant. There you go. Film producers, we're here, we're ready, we'll write the script if you want. You heard the dialogue. It can only be good from here. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do the whole thing. Demi Moore, she's involved. Morgan Freeman, loving it. Yeah, Danny, exactly. Da- Danny Trejo do any old shit. Yeah, Danny Trejo play. He gets to fucking fight Leatherface on a burning boat. Danny yeah. Trejo will fucking do that. Of course he will. Carl Weathers gets to punch a shark yeah. in midair in, in the face. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe gets to die instantly after yeah. falling in the water. Clint Howard survives. Yeah, and Ainsley fucking Harriet gets to eat some chili. <laughs> gets to eat chili. Go. Like at the spies, la, 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 or whatever he fucking does, before getting killed by Leatherface on screen. Yes, with his head, with his chef's hat on. Why wouldn't anyone do this? That's the best film I've ever heard of. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad that we've thought of it. Sorted. Right, let's get thank that you, made. Thank you, Ken. Thank you for... Well, thank you. Let's get this made immediately. All we've got to do now is get the rights to the final countdown by Europe. As oh, the shit. as the scary shark music, <laughs> <laughs> we're going Jaws music. We've got Jaws. Are we cutting them out. No, we, you're we playing. <clears throat> you're playing that oh, on okay, the keyboard. Okay, yes. All right then. So we'll keep me playing it. Yeah, yeah and you dancing to it. We've just got to get Steven Spielberg on board. I reckon he'll be up for this. Right. Well, you go and speak to him, and I'll put this uh, episode of the podcast to a close. Sorted. 
Thank you, as always, to my co-host, Kenby Wild. Hello, Stephen. Yeah. Oh, no. Clint? Clint, what are you doing there? So what did you think to this week's episode? What did you think to this week's film, The Last Shark? Where does it rank amongst the Jaws rip-offs? Is it pretty good for a Jaws rip-off, or is it one of the worst you've seen, if you have seen it at all? It's on YouTube if you haven't. Give it a search. L'ultimo squalo. If you have, let us know. Get in contact with us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're on all of them. Or, alternatively, through the email address, badmoviecult at gmail.com. If you want to discuss this week's episode with other cult members, you can. We have a Facebook discussion group. Just search The Bad Movie Cult on there. You'll find us, but all links will be available, as always, in the show notes. If you'd like to support the podcast, it's easy. Just leave us an Apple Podcast rating or review. It is a massive help in getting us found by new listeners. Expanding the brand. More cult members. That's nice. Expanding the brand. You like that? Yeah, I do, yeah. We're on fire this episode. Funny we had one. You can also (laughs) review us on Spotify. Drop us a review on there as well. Again, a massive help. You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on the podcast on our website. That's www.badmoviecult.com. Join us again in two weeks' time where we'll be back with another movie review, deep dive and film pitch right here on the Bad Movie Cult. Goodbye. Make sure you phone Ainsley Harriet. This film will not happen without him. Stick that in your fucking dick and smoke it. (laughs) Smoke it real good.